This is Dustin, one of your co-DMs. Thank you so much for tuning into the D4 podcast brought to you by Rock Punch. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Devin. And I, Dustin, co-DM of 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so, last time on Domineering Death and Darling Deals, Seisha went to the Peacock Tea Room to see if Lady Vania Gathala would show. But instead, she was confronted by Lord Elerthak Gathala, who underlyingly threatens Seisha and the BFGs and leaves her with a story about the dragon and the harpy, which leaves her shaken and terrified as she rushes back to the tavern. The group then heads to the Order of the Gauntlet, which works out uh, of the Temple of Tyr, the God of Justice, uh, where they run into Salazar, who tells them all about his adventures and wrestling before asking if anyone knows where El Terrell is. He is cut off by a gruff-looking human woman wearing leathers and a bow and quiver uh, bearing the mark of the Sacro Saint. She informs Salazar that that's not his concern and Nigel and Kane are looking into the matter and sends Salazar off to his duty, introduces herself as Artemis and asks to speak with a group privately. They enter into a private sanctum where she thanks them for returning the box, which was a hand that radiated with undead power. The saints do not believe it is the Hand of Vecna, as that is believed to be on a former horse gray dragon. Petunia and Harold go on a date, see an improv show at the Lightsinger Theater, and then stroll through the City of the Dead, where they each give each other gifts of protection, not knowing the other had the same idea of playing. Voss heads to the Blackstaff and runs into Redder, who is doing well as a great hand, and informs him that Halal was found in a coma at the top of the mountain, and he and a few other re recruits are being escorted by Vinley to head up and retrieve him on the morrow. Redder takes Voss to the Blackstaff's door, where he enters to find a huge frost giant teleporting out. He informs the Blackstaff that he wishes to speak to Alpha Lee and is given permission under strict guidelines. Voss asks the girl what she knows of the other children as he is trying to right the wrong he did and save them. Reluctantly, she agrees to tell him if he promises to never see her again. Through that, he learns that there was a younger human with fair skin, short, dark, curly hair, and a strange bat monkey-like creature with red skin and a sharp tail that perched on his shoulder, as well as a half-faced man called the Deacon, which Voss recognized the name. The next day, the group is met at their tavern by Karnan the Cudgel of Carnage and his basilisk. He gives Harold a letter as Petunia reads his mind and learns that Karnan's wife fell ill in the night and died suddenly. The letter is from the Rose and Karnan is so sorry for almost killing his favorite employee. He also learned that the Rose was stealing the box to use as leverage to, to unite the two rival gangs of Waterdeep. They then seed doubts into Karnan's mind about the rose and hopefully place a thorn in the rose's side, or at least the start of one. From there, the group heads to the Bloody Fist with, <clears throat> with Renair, where Voss recruits some mercs to help with the field ward, and V is about to fight Kuma the Bronze uh, as Seisha makes her way off to an undisclosed location. And that is where we start tonight's session. Um... 
The crowd erupts in cheers, screaming the names of both V and Kuma, two of the strongest and most ferocious fighters you've seen, now charging towards each other in a crowded, disheveled bar. A few fast hands exchange bets for this house, for the house as well as each other, on which of the two powerhouses will fall first and go on to face the nine-foot-tall wall, wall of muscle, the half-giant, half-ogre man known as Pozig the Crusher. And with a quick glance, you can tell that this isn't Kuma's first fight of the day, as she has a few electrical charm marks across her patina bronze skin, but it still looks to be rearing and ready to take down B once again. And B, you need to roll initiative. Um, uh, Harold and, uh, Harold, Petunia, and Voss, what are you doing? Okay, 18. I'm standing close enough that if I yell, she can hear me, and, and so can Kuma. 100%. You um, can totally do that. Can I get an idea of what kind of shape Kuma looks? Battered uh, a little bit? A medicine check? Sure. Not great at those. Um, Petunia is just trying to get the best view while also uh, staying close to Harold so she doesn't get trampled. <laughs> dirty, dirty 20. World natural 18. Uh, dirty 20. Um, you know that fighters after a fight are taken care of upstairs um, by, uh, I believe it's clerics of it is Tor? Tempest. No, Tem the Tempest yep. clerics. Anyways. Um, and uh, it looks like a uh, some of the wounds have been bandaged, not at full health, but also not badly beaten. Any kind of weak spots on or anything like that? Uh, does not look to be okay. any weak spots. Not knowing how this will go, then Voss will just watch, uh, not feeling confident enough to make a bet on either side. Hey, you lost last time. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, all right. Uh, anybody taking any bets? We'll be the return uh, I if bet we on did. myself. No. Uh, <laughs> um, I bet on V for sure. Okay. You know, uh, you just instantly bet on V, right? Yeah, How no much question. Put in? Uh, what's a what's a normal bet here? Like, whatever you want. It ranges depending on. The I'll fire. put fifty gold on her. I believe in her. Uh, the the person that you exchange with, uh, uh, their eyes light up, and that's a big bet. Uh, for this being a mid-tier fight, not a high-tier fight. Um, and, it's okay, uh, I'll be Voss, using the winnings to bet, bet again on the next high-tier fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Voss, uh, taking a little bit of precaution and learning the odds first, you know that it is two to one in Kuma's favor. So if you were to win... Your bet would increase by threefold if you, uh, and if Kuma wins, um, if you bet on Kuma, okay, hold on. If you bet on V, sorry, okay. if you bet on V, it increases threefold. If you bet on Kuma, it increases by one and a half. Gotcha. Um, all right, I will put on, uh, yeah, let's let's let this ride simply because the odds are not in her favor, and I think Kuma hopefully may be a little tired from this. I'm going to bet 100 gold. Oh, wow. On the Omeliana. All right. Get it, V. No, no pressure going, or anything. And I'm going to announce my bet 
loudly. Oh no! To the rest <laughs> of the crowd. Um, I will cheer in excitement to try to stir up the crowd. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a performance check with advantage, Daryl. Yeah. Oh man, you roll a two, you're gonna get like 95. Petunia so. will also cheer, but she's so like, her voice is so low and timid right now that she's like, she just gets just drowned out by everyone. Uh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, with, with Voss's help, it's a 29. Okay, nice. um, that fails. <laughs> fails. Hardcore fails. Not Holy even. shit. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> tough crowd. <laughs> Immediately uh, they pelt you with cabbage. Uh, like for a second, V, uh, mm-hmm. you feel the crowd get drawn away from the fight and more towards Harold and Boss. And then you hear your name and 150 gold go down. Uh, and uh, make that Put 200 that gold as Rainier is also putting 50 gold down. Boom! You betting, you betting uh, on you? And, uh, no I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. As you make eye contact, Rainier just winks at you and kind of gives you that you got this nod. Okay, um, for this, uh, you are both barbarians, okay? So you are both obviously going to be raging. So go ahead and mark it off. However, all damage is going to be base. It's not going to be halved just to make things go quicker. Yep. So all of your damage is going to be base. All of her damage is going to be base. Regardless of whether or not I rage? Okay. Yeah. It's it's just so it's quicker and it's balanced. Um, it, you both are raging. Yeah, because otherwise we'll be here all night. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad that... Remember, you, you also have other racial things that may aid you uh, where it does not aid her. True. I mean, I do have stones and endurance, and uh... and you get a bard in the crowd ready to just shout some shit talk. Uh, shit but talk. Yeah. Hearing huh? you two hundred, you're hearing your friend put two hundred dollars or two hundred gold down in your name, you're invigorated, and you see uh, Kuma charging towards you. But you have the advantage right now. You what? go first. What do you do? Awesome. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, I'm a hitter, sir. I'm a keeper. I'm going to try to sweep the leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My only physical ability is unarmed strike. <laughs> so, Go for it. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Um, Obvi rage right from the get-go. So uh-huh. going to do that. Um, <laughs> And uh, I already have advantage, so I guess I won't recklessly attack. Uh, you don't have advantage. He was saying you have advantage because you go first. Yeah. Oh. As in, like, as in, like, you have the the upper hand because you have won the initiative. Okay. I thought you were advantage. saying I had an advantage. I was like, if oh. she's just leaving herself open, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Well, I'll just rage, and um, so we're not adding the plus two melee damage. No, no, you are. What, okay. what we're saying is, it's oh, we're not having range. damage. We're not having, having damage. Okay, yeah. sorry, my bad. All right, all right. Well, I'm just gonna roll normally. Yep, exactly. Instead of be reckless. Okay. Oh hell yes. Okay, so that's gonna be a 24 to hit. Oh, that'll hit. Yeah, yeah and so that's gonna be um, six points of damage. Okay. Bludgeoning. Cool. Uh, Damn, you bit hard. Your first attack. You have two attacks. I have two attacks. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. been a second since I fought. 
<laughs> oh, hell yeah. 25 uh, this time. 20, yeah. 25 hits. Okay, so that's another six points of damage. Um, so running up, just hearing your name, feeling this power surge through you, and uh, watching your ancestors radiate out of you, but not really joining in, joining in the fight as they more so join into the crowd, watching you with proud eyes. And just one, two, just knuckles and then elbow straight to the face. Uh, you watch as Kuma just like one after another, pop, pop. And she kind of comes down and she looks and as she goes up, she's actually gonna come up and headbutt you directly under the chin. Uh, and uh, the Kuma she has advantage on the attacks because you attacked Reckless. No, she said she's not. No, she did not. Oh, you didn't. That's right. I did not. I did not attack Reckless. That's right. Uh, you are correct. She is going to attack Recklessly. All okay. right. Well. Uh, twenty-four. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> Can't help you there. If it's over fifteen, it hits. Uh, ooh, eleven. Ooh. Oh. Uh, so that is going to be only six points of damage uh, with the headbutt and then knocking you back. Uh, she goes to sweep with the tail and you just uh, sidestep out of the way. Uh, actually, when she goes for the headbutt, I'm going to use cutting words and I'm going to reduce the damage. Um, okay. And as she's doing that, uh, like I see her like reeling down. And I'm like, ooh, knocked out in one punch. I can't believe it. I thought Kuma was the best. Just like <laughs> acting like the fight's already over on the first punch, even though we all know it isn't. And you can reduce that damage by uh, two. <laughs> okay, right. so you take four points of damage. Four. Yes, four. Not, I mean, not bad. Luckily, I, I have a lot more health now than last time I fought Kuma. Problem is, she probably does too. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna take a while. This fight's gonna take a while. <laughs> my my health is seventy seven max. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I'm at seventy three now. <laughs> I'm sixty four. Uh, so well, you get yeah. armor. So yeah. you watch as as she misses and as she, uh, like Harold says this, you actually watch as her head snaps to you, Harold, and then turns back, and you watch as her entire irises go red as she frenzy rages okay v smiles at her but looking straight at harold just throws uh, a solid jab straight to your, to your face oh jeez and that's going to be a 17. to hit yeah it hits yeah i six can't more. reduce i can't reduce yeah. another one all right six, so six points okay oh i thought she was punching harold <laughs> <laughs> I think she get disqualified <laughs> from the fight. They're all used to be talking shit here. <laughs> it would be great though. Oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to attack her recklessly this time. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think God I did. Uh, and so that's gonna be another twenty-four to hit. That so hits. that's another six points of damage. And then my next is gonna be you know twenty-four what? to hit. <laughs> I keep rolling 18. That's <laughs> uh, damage. You wouldn't, she attacked you recklessly, so to get advantage on this, you wouldn't need to attack recklessly. That is true. I guess not. Well, I will well, let you know that no I matter said what, what I said. it's going to be advantage. <laughs> yeah, y'all are going to have advantage. Yeah, yeah. You're both going to be recklessly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> don't sweat one, it. One, half a dozen. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, for whatever reason, this one die won't stop rolling 18s and 19s, so that's really exciting. 
while this one really likes threes and fours. Right. (laughs) Uh, uh, Her turn. Um, She is going to come in uh, and kind of grab you and bring a knee up and slam it into your stomach. Okay. Uh, An 11 is going to miss you. Uh, and you you bring your arms down and kind of hit it down and keep her knee from connecting. Um, and as you do, she's gonna come down and come across with an elbow, trying to catch you across the uh, jaw. Okay. That is a twenty-one to hit. Yep. Is that six points? Six points. Yep. Because we um, we're probably the same level. Yep. <laughs> we're like uh, equally yeah. matched. Yeah, yeah equally <laughs> matched. Um, and at, in her frenzied rage, she's gonna use her bonus action to make a frenzied attack. As she comes in with, with connecting with the elbow, she actually brings it back and back elbows you in the back of the head, kind of trying to stagger you. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Yeah, it hits. I will talk some trash. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to keep that one from hitting. How close is it to hitting you, Katie? Is it very close? Mm, my armor class is 15. They roll a 17. Yeah, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. Um, That's what she looks like in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to um, start talking loudly about the last fight, as though V won that one, or if I like, I can't remember it. I'm like, wait, wasn't a V that beat Kuma last time? Oh no, wait, 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 no, it was V slammed her and knocked her out or something, and just like I'm getting lots of people's attention and just being obnoxious. Um and take four away from that attack, making it a 13. Yay. Does a 13 hit? Uh, no, a 13 does not hit. All right, so it misses. Okay, good to know. All so right. I'm just making up stories about the last fight that are just blatantly untrue. Okay. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry uh, out there, Kuba. Okay. Uh, so I unfortunately rolled a 15. Does that hit? Um, hold on, hold on a second. I'm pulling something up real quick. Maybe. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, I'd like to keep an eye out for anybody who looks like they're getting ready to punch Harold in the face. Yep. Or anybody who looks like they're really trying to do, look like they're encouraging Kuma in the same way. Our bard is encouraging. Uh, it's funny you say that. Ooh. Stepping through the crowd is a fobbishly dressed man in more muted purples than Harold's. No. No. um, (laughs) And you remember seeing him in the Xanathar pits. And you see he has the musketeer hat with the extremely large feather that kind of goes back. Um, And as you go to swing, uh, he actually, you hear him almost beating off of you and looking at you the entire time, Harold, as he's doing it. Uh, oh, <laughs> it looks like she brought her mascot. That's hilarious. But we all know he's just telling lies. Kuma, put her down. Like the... She has her own bard. Like the unthreatening... She says that out loud if she hears it. She has her own bard. <laughs> Bastard! <laughs> like yep. the unthreatening soft sand that she is. Uh, and uh, he is going to use cutting words <gasps> and take away that. Uh, even if he rolls a one, that's enough to, for you to miss as uh, oh, yeah. armor class is a 15. 
uh, and uh, hey, darling, you're more handsome than he is. Oh, I know I am. <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, statistically, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he has his big Van Dyke mustache and point like point beard that kind of points and kind of curls up just a bit. Uh, All right, buddy. Harold has a classic beauty you could never touch. <laughs> <laughs> if he had cutting words, that's what she'd say. <laughs> uh, but, I love it. I love it. Uh, you have, um, it is your uh, uh, second attack. So that was your first attack. Yep. All right. Second's going to be, motherfucker, 16. 16 will hit. Okay. I was like, he can't do another cutting words. No, right? no. He only gets one reaction. Okay, cool. So that's another six points of damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, Got it. Another solid hit. Yeah, you kind of you come down and you bring uh, kind of your hands up and come down with a double axe and slam into her back as she kind of staggers down to one knee. Um, and you actually watch as uh, she is going to actually go from that and spring and try to tackle you and bring you to the ground. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, I need opposed athletics. An, an athletics uh, yep. saving throw, or uh, no, no, no! You're gonna yeah. roll athletics. It's grapple. You so oh, oh, so it's grapple. I'm sorry. There, uh, I'm sorry. I okay. my mind. You do have advantage. I was thinking a strength saving throw. I'm sorry. Uh, you do have advantage because you're raging. But okay. While this is happening, I oh, uh, so close to a twenty, but it's gonna be a twenty-one regardless. So she got a twenty-four. Oh, my, this dice literally went from a 20 to a two. <laughs> uh, 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 what are you doing? Um, I, seeing this other foppishly dressed man, um, I turn to Petunia and I say, did you lend me Dr. Jones for a moment? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> these two are devious together. <laughs> I actually was, <laughs> and yes, I will. Um, do you need me guys to cast Find Familiar, or? Uh, so you don't have to cast it. It you can just just like once it's cast once until okay. it dies, you can just summon it with okay. the will yep. of a thought for as. All right, and she so will just kind of. I will take Doctor Jones stealthily onto my person, and then I will attempt to move through the crowd behind him carrying Dr. Jones with me, hoping that he does not notice. I imagine I will have to roll stealth for this. Yes, you will. Is there anything you are doing uh, to aid in this besides lending Dr. Jones? Um, I, I don't think there is anything I can do unless I will have to roll for, unless I have to roll for Dr. Jones at some point because I don't have any portent to assist at the moment. So okay. for right now, I'm just lending, lending him Dr. Jones. Okay. okay. Uh, 24. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Right. 24, and uh, blending into the crowd as one of your specialties is, he seems more focused on Harold and the fight than he does on anyone that might be moving in and out of the establishment. So I will wait until he gets ready to use another idea of cutting words, and then I will drop Dr. Jones onto his person, probably through the back of his shirt or something of that elk. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. You two are yeah. so genius. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. Paging um, Dr. Jones. 
And uh, so K Kuma, having like brought you into the ground, uh, she's just gonna come in and just punch you square in the face twice. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, and a 25 to hit. Uh, that, off th that also hits. So 12 points of damage total. Okay. Uh, and she doing is she doing the bonus? That it that was, was so yes. Okay, one of those was the bonus. Was the grapple and then action. Bonus. Uh, then yeah, I will go ahead and and shit talk. Um, and <laughs> I, I I will say um, something to the effect of. Um, Let me think for a second. I, I, I wasn't thinking on, on, on the path here because I was just so shocked there was another bard. I will say, um, your insults are about as impressive as your look. By the way, uh, the brothel's that way, in case you didn't know. And, and it's funny that when you say this, nothing comes out as you hear complete silence wash over that area of the bard. And you look over him and he gives you a coy wink. And I look over at him and I make eye contact with like, I don't, I like, it's the briefest little subtlety with Voss. And then I look at him and I go, <laughs> waiting for what I know is about yeah, to happen. And you see people like, like. <laughs> someone takes a swing at someone else just to see if they'll hear that. <laughs> so I don't, I, don't, I don't use that cutting words, correct? Uh, no, yeah, no, you can you can yeah. save it. It, it, it. You realize you start talking, but yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> then I will I will wait for now, and I'm I'm just glaring at him, trying mm -hmm. to keep his attention off of us. Uh, but as as that happens, uh, do you drop the? Because I'm I'm guessing that your held action was for when he started speaking, boss. We'll go ahead and initiate uh, Operation Drop Dr. Jones. <laughs> All right. Um, and- uh, the boy. Yep, yep. As um, as it does, you actually watch as as he like starts going. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and- looks at him like he's, like he's yep. just uh, and, like worried. Yep, and he is going to roll a concentration check to maintain concentration on silence. <laughs> uh, it was a 12 plus Arcana. That is. It's yes, not Arcana, it's con oh, con Constitution. So that's a 13. 13? Um, I take it. I took that. I think it drops. <laughs> I think it that, because there's no damage I'm to it. I know. Hold on. Uh, do you have Dr. Jones's stats real quick? Uh. We are uh, paging uh, Dr. I Jones. Can't, I can't believe I'm doing this, but double check. I believe silence is not concentration. It is. It is. It is? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, I gotta be honest, I do not know what his stats are. They would be, uh, They would be on the spell? No, they would be, hold on, I'll bring it up for you. Okay, Rats. yeah, sorry, I, I, roll, I've roll never even thought about that before. Roll d20? Okay, sure thing. 15. Mm. Say that again. What'd you roll? A 15. 15, 15 is gonna be the DC since his attack is a plus zero. I rolled a 13, silence drops. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like it. There it is. You, when the silence drops, you just hear Petunia go. Oh, 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 oh,
and I begin singing a song about how great the Emiliana is in the moment that, um, yeah. And it's like, as it drops is when that fist connects and they go, they just crack and they're like, oh, sorry. Oh, I did. Oh, oh, I was just trying to hear. I can, yeah, uh, we're good. Um, <laughs> and the guy like drops and crumples to the ground. Everyone's like, Aah! "Uh, it's your attack, V." Oh hell yeah! Uh, real quick, I take that twelve damage. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, I hadn't I have, done I have... it yet. Just cause. All right. So again. Okay. Uh, a seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. Uh. Okay. Uh, he uh, will try. He will try. <laughs> uh, and he's going to use his cutting words uh, as he's just like, I, you, uh, I would like to expend. Whoops, more dangerous. <laughs> I would like to expend my cutting words only to negate his cutting words as I start going, la, 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 every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's each other. Right? It is every time he opens them. <laughs> Okay, well, this next hit is going to be 24. 24, 24 hits. hits. Okay, so uh, that's 12 points total. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> so um, oh my god, squeaky too. <laughs> amongst yeah. the chaos, as all of the literal chaos is happening in this, uh, the crowd's getting riled up. You hear another person go crashing through uh, a window. Uh, you see Ugluck just kind of like shaking his head, knowing that he's gonna have to do all that. You hear Harold go, ah, bah, 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 <laughs> as you see this man that looks like a knockoff Harold, uh, kind of like doing the shimmy dance as he's trying to say anything. Uh, it's a full and... Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in this moment, you see that Kuma is extremely distracted as well. Go ahead and sing us that swan song. Woo! Oh, shit. All right, so she's looking, right? And I just fall down, like, drop down the ground, like, full, like, almost ninja kick, but not really. It's not as graceful. Sweep the leg, and she falls, and then I just stiff on her. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there are two hits. There's the sweep to the leg, and then there's the hit to the floor as you then stand triumphantly yes. over Kuma. Uh, I just step on her. Yeah! The crowd goes... The crowd goes wild and just erupts in cheer uh, as, for the first time in a long time, someone has moved up the ranking board once again. And you see Ugluck erase the names and switch the places yep. of V and Kuma and the Bronx. Uh, Made my boy some money. Yep. Uh, and you watch as coming down the stairs are the priests of Tempus as they come over, lay their hands on uh, Kuma, restoring some vitality back into her as she gets up and you kind of, oh, as she kind of like out of breath, you can see that she's physically exhausted from pushing herself uh, from that frenzy. Um, but she kind of gets herself up and she holds a hand out to UV. All right, and I grab her hand and help her up. Oh, she had gotten up. She was just oh, she's already gotten up. She's already gotten up. I was helping her up. Just kidding. Uh, oh, I, sh I shake her hand. Yeah. Damn, I haven't had a rustle like that in a while. 
it's been a minute since I've had a moment to be able to get in the ring. That was I'm full of so much energy. <clears throat> yeah, but don't be celebrating too fast, cause uh, now you gotta fight him. And she looks over at uh, <laughs> a large man. Oh, just bigger, a large man. Bigger than anyone besides Voss has ever seen within the city walls steps forward from leaning against one of the support posts of the upper floors. The creak of the wood and shift of the building are testimonies to his size and weight, but also make you fear that the building could come crashing down at any minute. Seen it work? Every step is like a small quake that ripples through the crowd as they all scatter out of his way. Jesus. He towers over you, V, as you do, as you do many others. And he looks down with a small but intrigued look stretched across his face. Two broken and filed tusks stretch out from his strong underbite up to either side of his wide rectangular hooked nose. His strong square stubbled jaw created from the tusks of his ogre bloodline, as well as the size and musculature of his obvious hill giant bloodline, give insight into the fact that knocking him out won't be as easy as the other soft chin individuals you fought before. And in giant, he goes, Want fight? Um, crap. Let me see if I can still do this accent. <laughs> you, you got this. Um, oh my god, my I just had an insane brain fart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She oh, he's not the it. She says, it's, she says in giant, bring it on, but bring it on. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> that was it. Um, I like forgot the accent are, for a second. <laughs> what are the odds in this fight as I collect my winnings? Uh, so, Harold, you gain 150. Voss, you gain 300. Yep. Renair, you gain 150. Uh, and I'm and Petunia did not bet, correct? Yeah, I didn't have anything written down. Um, looking over the odds of this one, it is four to one in Kozig's favor. And the only name that's above Kozig is Mad Jack. Yeah, I'll throw 100 on this. Also, I'm going to go over to um, my bard friend. Uh, and I'm going to collect Dr. Jones again. And uh, I'm going to, as I walk over to him, I just want to like reach over and like reach into like one of his, like, like I'm reaching for his hand, but then I'm going to reach into his pocket and pull out a mouse and be like, infested, I should have known. And I'm going to grin and wink at him. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to pull out my hand for an actual handshake. Okay. Uh, and he'll shake it and he'll actually bring you in with yeah. like, the camaraderie. And, yeah, 100%. Uh, respect. Nothing but respect, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> uh, and, there's a, and, and then he actually, like, buys you a drink. Awesome. Rock on. Dr. Uh, Jones will scurry up onto Harold's shoulder and just kind of... I will uh, give a fist bump to Dr. Jones and then give a fist bump to Voss as, he's, as we're going back to our... I spot. take the fist bump and then I turn to the uh, off... Uh, the Sam's Club brand Harold and Diet Harold <laughs> and um Dr. K I holding out my winnings I say well played how much for you to do the same for our friend he looks very intrigued 
why do you need me? You obviously have the best bard in all of Waterdeep. True, <laughs> but... Harold actually spill his drink on himself while he's drinking. <laughs> Perhaps he just won today. I think you assisting with helping our friend defeat this mountain would prove not only your ability as a bard, but also your worth. So if we were to do that, how much would your services for this fight cost? How much did you just win off of me? I want 150 gold. I'll make that deception check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I ain't telling him 300. Five. <laughs> uh, uh, 24. <laughs> oh, good lord. Damn. Yeah, he, he might have just barely figured you out. <laughs> he just I, looked at you and like raises an eyebrow. I show him my full winnings as I know I'm caught. I believe it's going to cost you what you just lied to me about. Ooh. I look it's down. four to one odds. Four to one. If you put another hundred down, you'll win five times as much. See, I feel like I'm on the other end of this now, but I will go <laughs> ahead and pay him 150 gold to assist okay. Okay. the next fight. And uh, you can pick up just through uh, passive insight that he's not lying as uh, you look at the odds and they are four to one. I will put 200 on her. Fine. <laughs> that was really smart, though. Junior though. sees all the money going down and walks over to Harold and goes, hey, how about a drink? And then <laughs> he, <laughs> he walks over and he's like, hey, ugh luck. 150 on Kozik. Moment <laughs> <laughs> like you see Harold glare over at him. And he, look, he says, he says, Nothing against your girl. She's strong. She's good. And I'm going to do what you paid me to do. But she's <laughs> a little hurt. <laughs> Just make sure your words ring true. We'll see how this goes. Oh, they'll ring louder than the fight bill. So, got that let's go. right. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, and me and, and Petunia will get drinks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, before before you get started, Renair will come up to you, V, uh, and just all smiles. That was fantastic. <clears throat> and he kind of looks at. Oh, energized. Thank you. I I I am just really happy that I was able to actually pull through this time. You've got. I, this. I am super nervous about this guy. He is enormous. Uh, it has been a long time since I have felt like mildly intimidated by anyone in a physical fight. And, uh, he'll, he'll look at you. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. I have brought down giants twice his size, and I am half your size. I assure you, you got this. And he'll kiss you, and... Okay. Kind of give you that. Go get him. <sighs> All right. Somewhere in pumped. the city, Sasha stops and goes, "Oh, oh my god!" The same quiver that Harold gets when you mess up. Something cute happened. Walking up to you, V, is uh, Ricard. 
the the bard. And he goes up and he goes, that was one hell of a fight. But you're going to need a little bit of help. And he's actually going to uh, cast a little bit of magic and you watch some of your bruising go away. Your wounds. Yep. And then... Solid. You heal five. And uh, he will then kind of just, as you go in, and don't fuck this up, as he will bardic inspiration you. Yes, all right. Okay. Okay, so we got potentially two rounds of cutting words. We have potential, uh, but he, he's using his first one for a positive, trying to give her some bonuses. That's fine. So. This guy's AC may be high, I don't know. Yeah, we have, that's the problem. It's like, we don't know what we're up against yet. All I, know is I, I, I don't think I physically have ever seen a person taller than V that isn't from her family. Is that correct? Would that be a safe assessment? Yeah, I mean, this guy is part uh, hill giant and part <coughs> ogre. Yeah. yeah. You have God. seen a half ogre before, um, but it was more of like a brute. Right. Monster. Kind of squat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This guy uh, is enormous. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he big. Yep. Yeah, ogres are biggies. They're and then boys. He, he is large size. He is. Oh, he stands okay. about ten feet tall. Got it. <laughs> and Jack beat this guy. I don't want to meet Jack. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we ain't going for broke quite yet. Does he have like the little? Is he bald or does he have like a little cliche little like ponytail with like the shape like? So he is completely bald. His I head is massive and very like almost square uh, in its in its thing. And his nose like kind of comes out and comes down. Yeah. Oh, uh, look, okay. So he actually very, has a nose. Imagine like Marv from Sin City. Yeah, like, Marv, Marv. That style of, but with two uh, broken and filed down tusks that give him a very square jaw like with wider. a- with a, Okay, uh, so nice his head jaw. is the shape of a square basically. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But with no hair. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, as this is all going, and you say, uh, bring it on in giant, uh, the enormous man leans down to get eye level with you, and then taps the side of his face before continuing in giant. Then make first hit. Crush okay. him. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I have advantage the first because. Uh, and uh, he's literally just letting you take the hit. Um, so that, remember, you also have inspiration. Yeah, okay. A d6 if you need it. A d6 yeah. if I need it. Okay, so I'm going to uh, rage again. Okay. And um, oh God, I want to think of something clever to say, but I'm not. He's not clever. Clever. <laughs> Everything you need to say is right here. Uh, she, I, I want her to say in giant, like, oh, you big guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Anything I notice about this guy that may be off kilter, weaknesses, that sort of thing? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Oh, fuck. All right. Not starting off well. 11. You Seven. can roll a d6 and add it. I uh, roll a d6 and add it you to can. 11? You can. What are it? What are his bardic inspirations? I have no idea what his AC is. I feel like 11 is not close to it. Well, hold on before you go any further. Uh, did you roll that with advantage? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I rolled a five and a four. I, yeah. I cannot say confirm nor deny if 11 hits. So yeah, it's up to so you. So 
I would I would wait. I'm not going to use the Bardic Inspiration. Okay. So, so I, he, my first swing misses. It does not. You actually oh. hit, but it slams and his face doesn't move. It's like hitting a brick wall. Oh, as your hand stings with pain that shoots all the way up to your elbow, causing it to tingle and go numb from the sheer force of impact as the crowd erupts like a violent volcano of excitement ready for the match. Um, <clears throat> boss, what did you roll? Uh, seven. Seven, hard to tell. Yeah, um, And before you can make your second attack, the man stands with a devilish smile and looks down at you while pulling back his fist. Now my turn. As okay. he brings nah. his fist down into your face. Um, and just so you know, in this fight, raging does matter. Yep. Uh, in the sense that uh, you will be having damage because he, he is not a barbarian. Does not rage. Got it. I'm sure he's, he's got barbarian. other stuff. All right. I wonder what he is. Uh, but he is going to. And that is a 23 to hit you. Yep. 15. Yeah, you can't. You're going to take. 10 points of damage, have the five. Okay. I was about to be like, that better not be the half. <laughs> uh, when I when I cutting words damage, is it the 10 or is it the five? It would be the 10. It would be the 10. The 10. Yep. Okay. Uh, then you have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll, then I'll, I'll, I'll wait for now. I'll do the yep. next time he And then it. he comes down and then uppercuts you with his left hand. Okay. Wait. Yeah, I just realized I only hit him once. Was I supposed it, to hit him twice? I understand. It was uh, his held action. Yep. Oh, okay, okay, action. okay. You will get your second attack. Yep. Before your next turn. But, okay. uh, so that is a 25 to hit you. That hits. And is he rolling with advantage? He is not. He actually has damage dice. Damage dice. Ah. Uh, yeah. So you are going to take uh, 13 halved is six, six points of damage. Uh, and as he hits you, you actually leave the ground and fly back five feet, landing back down on, on your feet, but you are five feet away from you. He hits you so hard, it literally shoved you back five feet. Um, oh fuck, this might be the one you that You can I finish your turn if you so wish. I can what, my turn? You can, you can finish your turn. Okay, yeah, I do wish. <laughs> Do you want to cutting words that? I'm thinking, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it. Okay, I so I, I rolled a 24 to hit. Uh, 24. For the, first, for the first attack. Okay, so that's gonna be. Well, that's the second actually. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, that's the second, second attack. attack. Oh, that's that second attack for the last turn. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be 24 to hit. So she's gonna run, and uppercut him. Great. Oh, yep. uppercut him back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just. It's just six points of damage, and uh, and he, like, you he, you hit him, and you watch as his head goes back, and then he just comes back down, and looks. Okay. At you. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and now let's roll initiative. Okay. Okay. Now rolling initiative. Got it. Oh motherfucker! The dice went in the trash can. <laughs> well, don't take that roll. <laughs> that roll was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, get off the stain. Okay, I take it. Oh, okay, there it is. I was like, I take it. Uh... Oh, shit. 
the other dice rolled a 20, so that's a 21. Hey, all right, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Trash uh, die rolled no. Uh, so you go first in this, so if you want to go, you can go ahead and take your next round now. Okay, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to... Colin, no stops. I'm going to be uh, attacking recklessly the whole time. Okay. So, oh, I love it. By the way. Um, oh, so already raging. Fun. For the first attack, it's going to be... Um, motherfucker. Uh, a 12. Bart, uh, 12 will miss. A 12 will miss. Okay, let me use but my... But it does not seem to do any damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me uh, do, do my second. And if it's a little higher, then I'll use the right inspiration. Thirteen. I'm gonna use the Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, try it. Try it. You yeah. need every hit here. This is a war of attrition. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen will hit. Oh my god. Target, big target. Low All AC. right. So that's six points of damage. Okay. Entire HP. <sighs> that was my second hit. So. You got uh, stones you, endurance still if you need it. I do. I'm gonna uh, wait on that until like yeah. a really big hit. Okay. So uh, you watch as he, you kind of catch him with the uppercut and then come come back with a left hook, catch him again across the face as again, he just kind of hits and just comes back smiling this toothy grin with the file down tusk uh, as he brings a foot up and kicks you. Uh, uh, 25 to hit you. Yeah, that hits. That'll hit. Uh, and uh, Ricardo will speak up and say, Hey, big guy, that reservoir of courage you have for beating on a girl coming from the tributary running down your leg. Oh, uh, that's good. And uh, he's going to take away some damage. Yeah. Uh, all right. Three points. All right. So uh, that will be just six. Have the three. You take three points of damage. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, uh, dude. Yep. Didn't catch uh, your name. As, as he kicks you, you get shoved five feet back again as the sheer force of his foot catches you, uh, at which point he then takes a step forward and kind of comes up and comes down with a Superman punch as he comes down hard on your face. Uh, and that is Cute. a natural point. Cute. Oh, I know what you want to with the crusher feet, but it doesn't matter because she's reckless. Yeah. Uh, so you are going to take ten points of bludgeoning damage. That's already happened. Right, oh, well, let me let me reduce some of that damage, actually. Okay. okay. So you're reducing it from twenty, so yeah. Yeah. So I mean, anything helps here. I'm. How much? Going, I can't uh, ask that. I'm going to say to him uh, in giant. I'm going to say to him. Your fighting style is pathetic, and she is going to crush you like the weakling you are. And that will take four damage off of that. Okay, so that okay. reduces it to 16, 16 that you take eight, you take eight. unless okay. you want to use Stones Endurance. Uh, I do, actually. Okay. So I'm going to use Stones Endurance, huh? which is going to be... D12. Oh! <laughs> Six. That's, that's 15. All right, so you take nothing. And take with nothing. his fist, you just catch. And it takes both of your hands to catch his fist, and but you stop it, and you feel your feet dig into the sand pit. 
as the crowd just goes fucking crazy. It uh, is as I said, you are weak. He's going to action surge. That was the best turns endurance roll I've ever did. I rolled an 11 and plus a four. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Holy and, shit. And so as, as you catch him hold, holding it and he actually is going to grab your both your arms and pull as he slams his head into you. Uh, that's a 22 to hit you. Yeah, it hits. Don't have anything more. Uh, you're gonna take five points of damage. That's already happened. Yeah, and Ricard's already spent his. Okay. Yeah, we but uh, we both did our best. It's okay. <laughs> we tried. Ooh, yeah. That like... I'm between like the stones endurance and yours. Like that was solid. It's like two uh, male uh, cheerleaders dressed all in purple on either side of the pit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a dirty twenty to hit you. Um, as he headbutts you, keeping your arms held, and headbutts you again. Uh, and uh, the second damage is going to be uh, six points of damage. Uh, and that's already happened. Uh, and okay. as he headbutts you that, that uh, second time, he's actually going to let go, and you're going to stagger back five feet, and you're actually going to stagger into the crowd as they kind of like push you back into the, the fight. Okay. Jesus. I, right. I want to get to the point where I'm at the front of that crowd. Before I do, I go to Petunia. I say, do you have a scarf? Um, I don't think she actually does. You have a rag, <laughs> something, something. Uh, she will take some of her, I, she'll, she'll rip some of her under petticoat off and hand it to him. I take it and I wipe it across my brow and I'm going to stealthily rub Kiagoth's healing ointment on it and go to where the crowd is. If I can get her this turn, fine, but I want to follow until she's pushed into the crowd again. I would say um, because you're watching her just constantly get knocked back over these uh, couple of turns, you would have done that. So you can totally be at the forefront of this and uh, rub the uh, Kyogzim's ointment. uh, ointment on her. Yeah. That is so dope. Has a that is good. Honestly. Okay, um, that you is heal. Awesome. You heal. Uh, I I have money on this. <laughs> it's important. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I just like like I'm rubbing the sweat off her body so that way it doesn't look suspicious. Uh, yeah. You heal. Um, I'll go ahead and roll this. Yeah, 2D8 you plus all eight. know that spells cannot enter the fighting. Right. Game. Yep. Yeah. But this, and this is can't either, but this done this way is very clever. Yep. Uh, Heal. Um, I've used one charge of the uh, four that I've had, so I have three left. Uh, Heal 16 points of damage on that. (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. Oh my god, yes. So I will go ahead and take one charge Uh, off of that. All right, uh, it's your turn. Holy shit. All right. I feel rejuvenated all of a sudden. I was like, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel better. <laughs> Here comes the money. Oh, man. And I just, no, I... I just charge him and I'm like. Before what? you reckless. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yep. Um, before you reckless, he's going to say. He's going to say, if you can catch a fist, you could throw a fist. Hit harder. And he's going to use his bonus action to help. 
from 30 feet away. And then I went, I went V, yeah, I, I went V to say to the dude, <laughs> and just be like, um, actually, no, I'm holding that comment. I'm not going to okay, say anything. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But you can throw the next attack with advantage without spending reckless. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. All right, let's do it. Jesus. Okay, well, not that this does anything. It's going to be a freaking 11 again. Is that with advantage? Yeah. Oof. I'm either rolling really high or really low. Have you used the Bardic Inspiration yet? I already used yeah, it. Okay. Yep. But I get a second attack. I did spin the last one. But Nope. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so so you come up and you bring and you just go to hit right in the stomach and he actually just stands there and you slam your fist again into a brick wall as it just slams. You actually watch as the flesh quivers and just as it almost absorbs the blow as he just kind of eh, 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 starts laughing. Hit uh, him again! Okay. Okay. Ricard <laughs> kind of looks over at you, Harold, across the way. Kind of gives you this uh, look of like, I'm trying, but I give I give him a hand like she's got this. She's got this. He's like <laughs> he's complete confidence in his face. Okay, so uh, this time uh, while he's busy laughing at me, okay, I know he's taller than me, but can I elbow him to the face? Sure, that's I mean, you can jump up or like spring yeah, off. The okay, all right. Something. While while he's distracted with the belly ripples, I'm gonna elbow him to the face. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, and that's uh, I rolled a sixteen. Uh, 16 hits. Thank God. Okay, that's six points of damage. Got it. And as he's laughing, kind of takes his eyes off of you, and you just hear this loud flesh-on-flesh -flesh contact, but it sounds more like flesh on a beam of wood that just echoes Whoa. and cracks across the uh, the tavern. As he goes back. He actually takes a step back uh, before he comes back and just, uh, like, spits out, you want to see a tooth fly out of his mouth, um, as he kind of wipes the blood coming down his mouth. I do a perfect impression of his laugh. Just exactly the same way he did it. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. uh, and, and he like wipes the blood and he looks at you and he just same, like keeping in rhythm with you. <laughs> as he licks the blood from his fingers. Uh, uh, one of the uh, tavern patrons picks up the tooth uh, that Pocket is that. Yeah. V, v, v says and uh, giant look dude I already have a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> like you going to punch me or you just keep headbutting I'm not here to make out uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, and with that he's going to come forward uh, and um, he is going to ear clap or at least try to. He does not have advantage on this. That's just cheap. Uh, and so he's just gonna both attacks uh, on, like, kind of at the same time, right on your ears. Uh, the first one is a 21. The second one is a natural 20. Motherfucker! Oh, Alright, well, God. I got okay. nothing to defense, uh, so let's, let's have at it. I'm, I'm ready to reduce damage on that, on that crit. Can you stones endurance it? Uh, she's already no, used I already it. Used oh, it. Apparently, it turns out I should have saved it. Oh, uh, well. Hold on. What is your AC? My AC is 15. Because I don't wear armor. <laughs> I can. Ricard's going to try and use his last. Uh, a meaty girl. 
last words to try and, and, and make the first attack not hit. Mm. Ooh, that's a risky business right there. And we need it. We need it. You can yep. do it. You can do this. Uh, and, oh, God, what's he saying? He's like, oh, come on. He, he's fighting like a flood. You fought more dangerous things in the pit. Literally, I watched you kill, but you brought the entire Xanathar layer down. You're going to go down to this bitch? That's true. Yes. God, I uh, wish I had portent right now. Reduces it by four. So what was the... It was 21. It was 21. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Drop it to 17. So close. Um, actually, oh no, I, I'm worried that, you, you know, mathematically it makes sense to make one of them just miss. Can I add to that with my cutting words? 100%. I'll yes. let, yeah, let's we let would allow it. Awesome. And uh, I just say with the coldest tone, just adding to what Ricard said, compared to that, this man is nothing. And let's reduce it by another six. That makes it a eleven. That, yeah, yeah, that misses. Yeah, awesome. And okay. and so that kind of you only get the one ear instead of both ears, um, but that one does leave you ringing uh, as it ruptures your eardrum. You're going to be deaf off this one ear for quite some uh, for a little bit as it just constant ringing. Uh, you are going to pay. It's going to be, affect you for 10 minutes. This is how people get cauliflower ear. Yeah, it's gross. Look at Ugg Luck. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, you are going to take 18 uh, half to 9. All right. Better right. could have been. And that is his turn. I am so close to almost being bloodied. Wow, okay. <sighs> wow, okay, this is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. pressure or anything. Yeah, we've just spent, yeah, we've just spent like a small house <laughs> this so no, far. No, I know, I know, I know. I mean, I'm doing my best. No, you're doing great, Katie. Oh, man, you're this doing is great. This is insane. This is yeah. amazing. <laughs> so, go ahead, uh, it's your turn. That's his his turn. As Lay him uh, out. Ears are ringing, and you're thrown off just a bit as the ringing of your left ear it just constant from that ear clap uh, but you look up and you face him down what do you do okay i go to uh i go to try punching his stomach obviously didn't work so i go to try to kick his stomach okay you come bring it and, up and bring a front kick down yeah and i rolled a uh, 25 that'll hit for that so that's six points of yep. damage and then for the next one are you serious? Um, that's a, not a twelve. It's a thirteen to hit. Thirteen will not hit. You you catch him and he, again that ripple, but he takes just a small step back. And that step, that one step, you were expecting him to not move, but that kind of threw you off your balance just a bit as you come in with the second attack and just miss wide. Yeah. Um, he's gonna uh, come in and what he's and he's gonna take your leg that you brought in and actually catch it, and he's gonna bring his elbow down onto your knee. Ow! Did you reckless on that? Yeah, I reckless on everything, unless I don't need to and have natural yeah. advantage. Uh, that's a 23 to hit. Uh, you're going to take uh, six points of damage. That is halved. Everything I'm gonna give you is halved. Right, yeah, I am assuming it's all halved. Uh, he brings it down. Thank the uh, Lord you, it's halved. You hear a pop as your knee 
dislocates, but then like as you bring it down, it relocates. So it doesn't actually like break your knee. Breaks my kneecap. There's that yeah. Pop, uh, and then the pop back, it hurts. Um, and uh, he is going to uh, come in and do it again. Uh, and kind of and he will uh, that's an 18 18 hits okay. um yeah 18 hits okay. uh, and he is going to do 11 have to five points of damage Okay, I am bleeding. It's okay. the bloody time. I go, I would like to go to Petunia because I believe... You're very quiet. You're huh? super quiet. I don't know if you lowered your volume, I, Logan. I have, I have not. Hold on one second. I go oh, up to Petunia. Mm-hmm. Um, I know from previous encounters with uh, Maloon Wardragon where she tried to do this and told us about it, she can read thoughts, correct? Can. Okay. I go up to Nasir. I want you, like, I don't know if this would work because he used silence on the crowd. Yeah, he, yeah. So, on and this crowd. is not, this is not a, this is not a harming magic. But it's on if, the crowd. If yeah, this but, and this is not a harming magic. It wouldn't do anything to distract him. But Harold's like, going to tell you, no, 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 we can't cast anything on them. They're watching. They'll know. Even if it's not a harming magic? Even if it's not a harm, especially if it's not a harming magic, because then they're going to be wondering how you're cheating. It's not a healing magic or anything. It's like, all I want you to do, if this is possible. Uh, Harold knows this is not going to work, right? Like you, it, I cannot confirm nor deny uh, your fear is genuine, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Harold's like, mm -mm -mm, I wouldn't do it. It's not worth the risk. She can I do will... this on her own. We've given her all the help we can give her. I will wait. I am holding this, okay. though. And I will tell you what I want you to do if we need to do it. Okay. I know you have the ability to read potentially read minds. I want you to go into his tiny, tiny mind and find something that frightens him immensely. Probably isn't much. We'll wait for now. It starts to turn. Just keep it in mind. If I could, if I have to go deep enough to find something like that, he could know. He could find out. He could he could feel it. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that this man's mental fortitude is not particularly high. <laughs> no, it's risky. Something to think about. We'll let it go for now. But as always, Voss is just planning ahead. Yep, it's legit. Yeah. I'm looking at my items right now. Uh, all as right. you all should be. 200 gold, people. Um, we could have fed a family of 12 for the rest of their lives. <laughs> no, that's 200 gold versus never being able to come back. <laughs> uh, we have crazy uh, days. Ricard, Ricard is going to yell out, um, I would say you're as ugly as an Uriuk, but that's insulting to the Uriuk. And uh, he's going to give you that bonus action help again. So yep. you have advantage on your attack. You don't need to reckless. Yeah, he can't, he can't cutting words, but he's going to try and distract him enough to at least give you something. All right, let me go for it. 17 to hit. 17 hits. Okay, six points. Oh. I just, I just punch him in the nose. 
All right, yeah. Just boom! You bring your fist in and just slam it right into his nose. Uh, you hear the crunch and crack as his uh, like squared nose breaks and is Love now it. crooked. It looks better that way. <laughs> That's what she says to him. Go ahead right. with your second attack. Oh, uh, 20, 20, 20, 20! Uh, all right, so with that, it's just going to double the damage, so you're going to do 12, 12 damage. Oh, oh, with a, a solid hit, you hear the, the crunch of his nose. You mock him. As he just shakes his head, you see the uh, water in his eyes start to build just because of hitting the sinuses. Um, and with that, you just uh, take a solid elbow to the chin as he lowers down, kind of giving you an easy target. You hear it slam once again and you watch his head rock as he steps back and staggers. Staggers a bit, and you actually watch as he comes up, he grabs his nose, and you hear the, as he resets his nose, and and, and then kind of holds it down and snorts, and you see this gout of blood just shoot out onto the uh, the wood of the, the center fighter pit, as it just sloshes down, bits of cartilage in with it, uh, as, as he is like kind of staggered a bit, uh, and he comes after you, not attacking with advantage. Um, and that is going to be a natural one. <gasps> as you. Blurred in vision, he sees multiple of you and just swings wide, completely missing you off to the side. Harold like screams as the fist almost hits. But Petunia as well. Ah! And it's like the same pitch. Yeah, the exact same pitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you kind of hear him mind tricks just multiple I got you as he like goes for you again that's gonna be hot uh, that is a 17 yeah, uh, as he just reaches just trying to he's not even trying to hit you he just hits and then as he grabs your shoulder he squeezes and oh. just squeezes your shoulder to, until you hear that pop of your shoulder dislocate. Fuck, dude. Um, Voss and Harold and Petunia, what are your passive perceptions? Um, my passive perception is 15, not bad. Um, t- 10. Okay, Voss? 15. 15. Uh, Voss and Harold, you see the uh, clerics above start casting something um, with the words that he said to try and see as they begin to scan over the crowd. Harold looks over at Voss and is like, I'm not the kind to say I told you so, but I'm also going to say I told you so because I'm entirely that kind. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, with that last hit, you're going to take four points of damage. Okay. Uh, Uh, Logan, we can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, Let's get closer to the mic. Uh, Not important. Okay. Okay, it's not important then. It's not important. I'm going to stay back here regardless. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna try to just go hard. Just go ham, go hard. I'm three hams in a trench coat. Let's go. 16. 16 hits. Alright, that's six points of damage. Right. <laughs> three hams in a trench coat. Apparently, as <laughs> I need to go. I got three kobolds in a trench coat thanks to Extra Life. Oh, is that really? Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Oh. 
Flames. No. Flames. On the side of my face. On the side of my face. I rolled two fives. Oh no. So that's an 11. Um, he is going to, uh, you come in with the first one connecting and you bring in that second one and he's gonna grab your arm and bring it down onto your elbow to try and take your arm out by dislocating your elbow. I'm gonna rip my arm off? Uh, he's not gonna rip your arm off. He's just gonna that make just it sounds tight. illegal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the death pit. Yeah, that's 25. And rip your arms off were it not for the loss of this land. <laughs> All of a sudden. Uh, five points of damage from this. Three hands fall out. <laughs> Vima's three hands in a trench coat this whole time. <laughs> uh, you take five points of damage from, from this first one as he brings it down, and then he's going to bring it down again, trying to dislocate your elbow. Please don't. That's a part of my body I need. Uh, that's a 28 to hit. Yeah. Uh, uh, tw- uh, six points of damage as he pops in your... 28 to hit, yet he didn't roll a natural 20. He did not. Jesus, okay. Oh, his oh hit my is amazing. Goodness. So Mine's six more? Plus six. He's, he's half hill giant. Yeah. Remember when Voss was strong? <laughs> <laughs> um, he also might be a level or two above you. We can yeah. do this. We got this. Yeah. Nothing we can't handle. Doing well, considering. That. No, you've been doing great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. What, um, what is, uh, sorry, um, you took six points of damage. Did you get that? Yeah, I already put it in. Yep. And, uh, and with that, you feel as your left hand, dislo- or left elbow dislocates. Um, so with that, you'll have disadvantage on one of your attacks. Um, so I just rolled normal if I'm going to do reckless. On just, the, on just one, not both attacks. Um, and then, okay. uh, Ricard seeing this goes, oh, dirty move. Come on. I've had sharper pieces of bread than his wit. Go ahead and take the hit. <laughs> and uh, we'll give you that bonus action help again, so you have advantage without having the wit. And uh, you okay, can spend so... that on the disadvantage to roll regularly. Yep. And so not... regular and then, and then advantage. Regular. But regular reckless. and then, re- if you don't want a reckless, you could roll regular and then regular without having to give him advantage to hit you. Yeah. So that's what the help is doing, is okay. making sure that he doesn't get advantage. Got it. All right. So first one is 11. Doesn't hit. Nope. You got this. You got this. I rolled a lot of fives, and I only have two d20s, so I couldn't even switch them out if I wanted. Ten. Roll it reckless. I roll it recklessly. Fuck it. Oh. I've used it too much. No! Wait, never mind. That's actually better. That's not okay. Sorry. One dice moved the other dice. Mm-hmm. That is actually a seventeen. Sorry. Yeah. It so moved. The, it is... moved the four dice to a one, and I thought I rolled a one, but actually okay. I rolled an eleven. Uh, so yeah. So the first attack was your disadvantage attack. That was with your bonus action. Yeah. Uh, help action with the help. And but... as your fist slams in, it doesn't have any power as it's stretched out right now. But then you hear that as it connects your elbow back and locates it back in place with that hit. And then the second hit, solid. And he does. Uh, you do another six, six points. points. Six points. Yep. Uh, uh, he's then going to come down and he's going to grab you by both sides of your face no. and kind of squeeze and just lean in close and just <laughs> uh, as he headbutts you. 
Uh, double 15. So that's. I make, uh, I make a pouty face. Um, yeah, a 24 to hit you. Yeah, that, that, that hits. No doubt about uh, that. Only four points of damage. Okay, okay. I'm still up, I'm still up. Uh, and then... You're reducing this already, right? That's already halved, yes. Gotcha. Uh, and so, and he, still having your, you, like, squeak, he actually picks you up slightly off the ground as he headbutts you again. And... As as he comes in, you actually bring your arms up and it's... break the hold and drop at the last second as his head comes in. He staggers forward a bit because a 13 will miss you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Take him down, take him down. Yes. I believe in you, yes. Oh my god. Harold like starts waving at Ricard again, like, come on! Ricard's looking at you like I'm doing all the work here. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid, if an illithid ate his brain, he'd starve to death. <laughs> uh, so you can take uh, that first attack uh, at advantage with, with his help. Okay. Harold seems to have run out of funny things to say. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be a 23 to hit. You're too engrossed. <laughs> So six points of damage, and right. then that is going to be another twenty-three to hit. Yeah, another yeah. six points of another damage. Another six as, points of damage. As you drop, just hammer fist down onto his knee, as it causes him to collapse, and then another uppercut, uh, making him stand back up. He sta- like, and he stands, and he takes a step back as he's like staggering a bit, as he just stumbles back over to you as he just brings an arm down and comes down on top of you. Ugh. Not have advantage on these two attacks as he brings both arms down at the same time, trying to bring you down. Uh, the first one is a 23 uh, to hit. The second yep. one is a 17. Yeah, they both hit. Oh, I don't have anything to stop it. Uh, you take five, have... points of, five points of damage. Five? Okay. Uh, five points, and then you take six points so 11 11 total could i could i get a, you down wait are you down no you i'm not down? i'm not okay. i'm just close i'm close to okay down. i want to like know one more do i feel like i could get away with the healing trick again um well we'll say again with every hit this guy does there's just so much impactful force yeah uh once again she's pushed back right. into the crowd you want to spend another I will that's another oh man i love that ointment so much um i have too much ointment. damn holy shit where'd you get yep. it you made it at Fala's? uh no I, uh, you get this. That? go ahead and make a slide of hand check with advantage as renair has seen you what you're doing and is aiding helping you in this action appreciate uh, it renair yeah i'm, oh, I'm not down that's... but i'm so close 18. <laughs> that's enough to beat everybody's passives uh, so you successfully get away with it. You can pump one more uh, Kyogum's ointment into her. Not bad. Um, that is, uh, sorry, 12. Okay, so heal 12. Come. I got two of that left. Um, is oh, Kuma watching this? Uh, yeah, you see Kuma um, actually up on the second floor being tended to by the Tempest Priests uh, and 100% want, like, 
but she's like swatting them away as 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 they're like trying to bandage her and patch her up and she's like "Ah, i'm trying to watch the phone can i make a medicine check to see how close this guy is to going down go ahead go ahead and make a medicine check oh yeah you're is there anything that you'd like to be doing Maybe you want to help me figure out how close he is to going down. My, my medicine ain't all that great, but I can certainly try. Assist. Ooh. I can assist. Sure, I'll assist. Sure. No, the overlay isn't updating your hit points accurately. Oh, for me? Yeah. Holy cow, I didn't realize you were down as much as you were, because it still said 49 on the overlay. <laughs> no, I'm at uh, 19 now. Yeah, at, that bot's healed me. My medicine check, is even with advantage, is just 11. Damn. Yeah, not enough to tell. tell. I'm too engrossed. He's looking rough. He's looking rough, but you don't know how close he is to going down. Especially with not being familiar with. Oh yeah, absolutely. But okay, do I know anything about hill giants? I don't think any of us do, honestly. Who cares about hill giants? You can make a a a history (laughs) check. Yeah, or a nature check. History check, you say. But that's gonna uh, be more still Same way, same way. Maybe uh, sixteen. I mean, it. You know a little, but I mean, it's half hill, half ogre. Like, it's medically, it's not gonna give you any insight. Yeah, you, that's you not what I'm looking rec- for. Exactly. Common oh. fears and weaknesses, that kind of thing. Not they're they're the most mundane of giants. They have a very large appetite. They they eat a lot. Other than that, that's pretty much it like is there any are... food here is there any oh. meat just throw it in his face <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to attack him and any or throw things there there are bare basics yes but we'll get to that in a second okay, so you sure. make your way over you. to ugluck and uh yeah. we'll get to that next round yeah please. uh um, all right so uh he is going to uh is it uh no because he helped last time so this no is, he yeah. hit me it's, yeah. it's beast turn, right? Beast turn. Yeah, beast turn. Yeah. So Ricard is going to pipe in, and um, he goes, uh, "Quick, everyone, grab some fire!" Oh, right, that's not a troll. It's just—I mean, gods, what have they birthed onto Faerun? Seriously. <laughs> oh my God, this guy's amazing! Wow. What a rude ass. <laughs> oh yeah, his is name's it? Ricard because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's an insult bard. He's an insult bard. Oh, Harold's all about him. We, we're going to be drinking buddies from here on out. <laughs> Immediately went from enemies to best friend. Yeah. Frenemies. Frenemies. Yeah. Frenemies. <laughs> now they're best right. friends. Uh, so um, go ahead and you can make that attack. With, uh, I, rolled, uh, I rolled a 21. That hits. That hits. Okay, so six, six points, points of damage. Yep. That's all that I can do with my fist. Second attack. Second attack is <gasps> 20. It's Wait. enough. Yes, 21 again. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another. Okay, you just boom, just going, laying into him as he's just staggering and stumbling back. He's like, you're kind of worried at any moment he's going to fall on top of you, but he can, t- like, he doesn't go down as he just looks down at you and just no and just comes down and just again slams a brings a fist down onto you not at advantage so he'll make both of his attacks regular uh but that is at a 27 and yep. a 23 
God. Yeah, they, they, they hit. He's a big boy. Yep. This is amazingly high. Big boy. Uh, five points of damage. <gasps> yep. Okay. Stop good, using good. that dice tower. <laughs> Thank you, Worm. Uh, I mean, sorry. Wow. Thank you, Molinar. Uh, Rude. Yes. I mean, the quality it's is so just. Good. I mean, they're both incredible. Yeah. Works this, but the Volinar dice tower is incredible, and I like it. Like, it makes a nice sound. Yeah. Uh, the second one is going to be four points. Okay, so nine total. Nine total. Okay. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, you've got to land these shots. Oh, these are the shots you got to land. Okay. You got this. Okay. Hold on. Oh shit, wait. Hold on. Uh, Voss, what are you doing? I slap. How much meat do they have here? None. They have. Well, that's it. Yeah. It it is very much a standing bar. They have drinks and snack and like. Snack food, so like, like raw, copious amounts of meat, but you have a plethora of jerky. There's like a jerky, a uh, couple of jerky jars. Um, and that's it. Damn it, there's nothing I can do then up here. I, I can't throw things at him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, there is. Okay. Not yet. All right. Maybe soon though. I go okay. behind V as she's pushed up on the crowd. And I won't. Do this yet. I am holding action as I slip the blade out of the bracer, and on his next miss, I want to cut him. Oh, trying to get such a way, do it in such a way so it looks like I'm pushing him away to cut him. Not yet. I understand. You're holding your action until he gets close enough to you. He's got to miss in order for it to work. Yeah. Because I can't do it if he's just punch pummeling V. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ricard looks at uh, you, boss. He looks at Harold, and then he finally looks at you, V, and he goes, you're about to cost me 150 dragons. What? Go ahead and make that attack with advantage. As he sees, like, he's losing, and that is his his health, is death, that last little bit of, you got it. I got nothing. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 21 to hit. 21 hits. Hit, 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 hit. Ooh. Yes! Sing us that swan song. Yes! Oh, wow. <laughs> I delicately... I, can I do this? Tell me if I can't do this. But oh, I really want to walk up to him and just flick him. Awesome, yeah. So <laughs> you, falls see over. Him, you see him staggering, and with his last hit, he's like low, and right he's trying forehead. to hold up, and you just walk over, Flick him on the top of the forehead, and it feel, and for a second the crowd just goes quiet as they're like, "What? Are you, you're throwing the fight? Like that is the obvious feel of the room." And like Ricard's like, "What are you doing? Like that was it?" And he's like, "Oh my god, maybe I'm gonna make money." Oh, oh. And Harold, and Harold holds him a finger, goes, "No, no." And then you watch as he slowly lifts back, and and every like the entire building shakes from his impact on the ground, dust flies up everywhere. And the crowd goes from silent to insane. insane. I grab Petunia and lift her up with me as I'm like, yeah! <laughs> He's screaming, I, by the way, V's at 10 hit points. He yep. has six hit points left. Yep. Oh. Oof. 
Woo! And when I when I first went, ah! and you guys asked if I was down, I was at seven hit points. And then oh, boss, he healed me back to 19. Yep, if it wasn't for bo that boss move. Like, if it wasn't for that, that yeah. heal, I would have been out. I would have been out a long time ago. Yeah, he healed you a total of 28, I think. Uh, yeah, like that. something. I got high. I rolled double sevens, and it's plus two. Yeah, so. Uh... Holy oh, shit. Oh, my God, my blood pressure. Yeah. I... <laughs> he just kind of like, what? I did it. Oh, my God. <laughs> boss. He's just as shocked as everybody else. Breathes a sigh of relief and delicately places the blade back into his bracer, hoping none was the wiser. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And Harold, yeah. very reluctantly, many people come up to you, paying you your winnings, and you make 500. That's right. Boss, everybody seems real upset <laughs> as you gain a thousand dragons. Harold turns to Voss and does another fist bump. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm in too good of a mood not to. Yeah. A thousand dragons? I go oh, yeah. up to the bard, um, whose name escapes me. What is his name? Ricard. Ricard. I go up to Ricard and I say, tough luck, man. But hard work does deserve a reward, and I will give him 200 dragons. Okay. Legit, super legit. He, we could uh, not have done it without him. Even yeah. before the 200, you could see that there was a like jovial respect and everything. And as he, the bag of coin lands in his hand, he goes, "You know, for an ugly dude, you are all right." Um, and uh, I like having you guys on our side. Like that, that's not going to be really happening. Uh, and uh, as as he finishes this, you hear Kuma. It's damn good to see you rustled yourselves out the gunny sack as well. I hope everyone made it. And everyone else made it from that hellhole that down there we last saw you. We damn near nearly escaped ourselves with the whole roof coming down on us. Ain't that right, Ricard? Yeah. Whatever you guys pulled, that was in. That was great. That was, let's do that again. Let's yeah. do that again sometime. We That's didn't right. do we, anything in particular. We, we got scarced into a room as dark as a as a coffin's air, but from uh, the depths uh, came a squidlin' so young, you know his mama took him everywhere just to avoid kissing him goodbye. We, uh, is that Dragonborn? We... Uh, this is the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, she's like, is she speaking Dragonborn? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we scrapped nearly, uh, nearly nicking our hide against the crawling brains. Araxio chased down the purple some bitch, and uh, sure enough, the gods allowed us to luckily skirt out with the grave, gravy train with a biscuit on our heels. But if that ain't a fact that Ao Ao's a possum, I don't know what is. Yeah. I I agree with you. <laughs> oh my god, I love Kuba. Tunia's half tempted to cast read minds just to try and understand what she was saying, but probably not worth <laughs> it. Can I make an insight check in Ricard to see what he meant by that? Uh, meant by what? He said, I'd like to be on your side, but I don't think we're going to be seeing that much. I mean, you that... can, or you could just ask. I ask then. Yeah. So what exactly do you mean by that? Um, uh, Kuma will... Are you... Yeah. Uh, well, as Kuma was saying... Um, we ended up trapped like a legless 
bullet. Is that, is that the term? Yeah, yeah, I get that's that took the words right out of my mouth. In a purple worm tunnel, you saying something. But anyways, um, <clears throat> we had to get out of there real quick. Uh, but we had to go through the port side, if you know what I'm talking about. The lower port side. I do know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, real scary. Um, Shark infested waters. That it is. Um, but. Good thing came out of it, though. Found a job. We're going to be heading up to Icewind Dale come uh, start of the 10 day. At least all of us save for Araxios. Yeah, he hates hog killing weather. So uh, where we're heading, it's colder than uh, Kanya, the uh, eighth frigid layer of the hills. We'll make coffee bless your path. <laughs> coffee is a damn good drink. Damn sure is. But. Uh, if you want one of us to stop by, we can send Araxios your way. You got a watering hole, right? Yeah, we do. Mm. And I will give him the address. Alright. Yeah, we can send him by to see if he wants to wet his whistle. See if uh, he's, uh, uh, you know, he's looking for something to keep him occupied while we gone. Uh, ain't nothing better to throw into a sheep than a wolf like Araxios. I tell you what, he'll chew him up and spit him out tougher than a two-nib steak. But I got that one. <laughs> uh, you're looking a little bit better. I think we should make our way. Yeah, I'm all right. We did good as he holds the coin of 200 gold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was a hell of a fight, and I can't wait for that rematch. Me either. But you can't pay me off on that one. Right. The Herald's like, we'll talk. <laughs> They'll slap you on the ass as he leaves. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey! <laughs> and, and he looks at you with like an open hand, like, you want one too? <laughs> as Kuma goes, Ricard, knock it off. Manos. Tips his hat. My I will wave to them. Harold's like, you better be that glad is. Mimi ain't here. And he, like, there's like this uh, understanding look of like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Straighten up, walks out the door. There's a man almost as talented and handsome as I am. Almost. almost. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he will go to see where I'm sure Renair is talking to V. Uh, yeah, and R Renair will uh, like, as soon as you like win, he just, he comes up and just like, almost like jumps into your, like hugging you, like wrapping his arms around your neck. Like, so yeah, so V while like still in the ring, she's just like, Aah! and then and then and then I want Renier to like come into the ring, and then she like picks up Renier, <laughs> like dirty and, dancing style. Yeah, yeah, dirty dancing style. She spins him around. <laughs> he plays into it. Yeah. And then she she puts him down and kisses him. It goes, <gasps> let's get wasted. <laughs> And that sounds like a fantastic idea. And as you look towards the closest bar, you see Ugluck erasing names once again. And it now says Mad Jack. Undefeated. V. Vetterock. Directly That's under Mad Jack. Not ready for Mad, but next time, I guess, maybe in a few levels. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got real lucky this time around. Oh man, it was so close. But that was, was the craziest thing. I was either rolling like solid 18s or fives, like no in between. <laughs> like it was either like five, four. I didn't know that you 18, got 17. 
lucky so much as your dice were hating you because you rolled an 11 like six times. I kept rolling five. Yeah. Like five, 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 five. Talk uh, to Sammy about it. These are her dice. As you, as you all celebrate um, and, and talk about everything that just happened and the money you just made, uh, we're going to cut over to Seisha when we return from break. Thank yeah. God, because following that up, yikes. That <laughs> <laughs> was a long fight. Jeez. Best fight of the, se- of, of the, the entire game, fight. in my it, opinion. It was yeah. awesome. It was so, two fights, dude. We will be back in about 15 or 20 minutes. Thank you all so much for bearing with us at, in that epic, epic fisticuff fight. Uh, if you have not done so already, hashtag beyond we're giving away a legendary bundle that is over 700 dollars worth of books on DD beyond we're also giving away a set of diehard dice dracona uh uh the uh herma uh sorry did i say yeah uh, himera set of the chaos himera set from diehard dice that's hashtag dice and hashtag eldritch for an eldritch foundry miniature yeah um We'll see you guys in about 15, 20 minutes. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do. At twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos. They're released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your six skate moves on your Heelys. Or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. Wow, what a time to go to break. Anyways, let's get back to the action. We're back. And we just got done partying and celebrating V's triumphant Triumphant victory uh, of uh, taking out Kuma, the bronze. And Kozig the Crusher. That's right. And uh, was able to best both of them, moving up to the second best slot in the Bloody Fist, only under Mad Jack. Yeah. Technically the top slot of those that frequent the bar most often. That is true. uh, Mad Jack does not make it to the bar very often, but has never been defeated. So, yeah. But we (laughs) are coming back to Seisha. Where are you going? I am heading to the Lionsbane Parish. All right. You return back to the small stone cathedral on the south side of the North Ward. 
just on the top end outside the walls that surround the city of the dead. A small bell tower lorded over by perched gargoyle reapers chimes in the warm southern uh, summer wind with a series of bells that ring out with a similar haunting sound to toll the dead spell you've seen Vinley cast a few times. You enter through the solid piece of thick carved smoky quartz door like a dark glass that is deathly cold to the touch and find yourself inside the dark and depressing solemn parish of Lionsbane once again. The Temple of Kelimbor and the Scriptorium Germany. Like last time, a faint Gregorian chant hums deep and harmoniously through the chamber. Once again, unaccompanied by a melody. You see Doomguider Conrad, the bearded man dressed in charcoal gray robes, proceeding over yet another funeral. And with this, it is sucking any festive exuberance out of the room. You get the feeling that funerals and last rites are most likely a constant commonplace in these halls. However, despite the grim feeling, it is not void of joy. Those that are comforted are not relishing in the demise of others, but are encouraged to find joy in the life once lived, to learn from their experiences and cherish those memories. Death is not an end, but merely a singular part of life and to not be feared or hated, but honored with dignity and the reflection of those that are gone. Looking over the crowd, you see the tall, lanky, got Asimar man, Yoli, standing near a back exit. The crowd of mourning people solemnly walk past as he places black stoles embroidered with the emblem of Kelimbor's golden scales around their necks of those within the funeral procession headed out the doors towards the gated entrance of the city's cemetery. Most avoid to look up at his collarbone linked pitch black hair that fades to ethereal blue tips that frame his stark bone white skin and haunting full stellara black eyes. It is hard to tell where he is looking, but you can feel his gaze upon you. She will nod her head and wait for the people to uh, finish filing out before making her way over to him. <clears throat> As they are finished with the procession and gearing up for the next uh, funeral that may be ushered in. Lord Keeper, I'm sorry to inform you that although your companion, a devout of Jericho, has frequently found herself in the halls of Azalea, she is not here today. I, is there I, another matter of which I can be of assistance? I actually came to speak to you. Um, you have a moment? He looks around and a spare moment will be fine. Thank you. Here, or shall we find ourselves in a more private room again? Something private would be preferable. He nods his head. The gaunt yet hauntingly alluring man escorts you back to a private room once again. It is hard to tell if this is a confessional room, a gutted study, or a prayer chamber due to its simplistic, mostly empty layout save for a few chairs and candelabras. You do not see a few, you do see, however, a few paintings, 
hanging tapestries of a gruff and rugged looking man with shaggy black hair. In one, he is kneeled in a field of bodies with a dying paladin woman clutched into his arms. His face is neither sad nor happy, but calm, comforting, and serene. In another, he is standing side by side next to a beautiful, dark, wavy-haired woman and a clean-shaven, plain-looking man, both of which bear the ancient symbol of Mistra. Above them are two stone plates, similar to grave markers, that radiate like the sun over the cityscape of Waterdeep. And if you would like to make a history check on these, you can. I would love to. Gonna be a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, the first is just a basic depiction of Kelimvor ushering mm -hmm. the soul of a fallen warrior away from its mortal core. Mm -hmm. The second is Kelimvor, Midnight, and Adon returning the Tablets of Fate to Aeo in water. Okay. These are beautiful. Um, uh, and he taken back by not under knowing what you're talking about for a second, and then meets your eyes and then looks around. Ah, yes, the art tells the story of Kelimvor, Lion's Bane. They're very well done. Um, the last time I spoke to you, you were kind enough to show me your your radiant form and i wanted to return the respect so um and she closes her eyes and lowers her head and uses her ability for radiant soul okay your uh, wings ignite in the ethereal feathers that pour off a waterfall gray mist that clings to the floor like a heavy fog as your hair dances aloft in the air as if submerged in water. You stare at the thin Asimar man through solid, dull, off-white eyes that radiate light that diffuses out of the side of your eyes into gray mist as well. His visage seems unchanged, calm and accepting, but does look to bask into your celestial glow as he nods to acknowledge your exposed vulnerability of truth. And she will drop it early. Mm -hmm. um, I, I also had a bit of a more selfish reason for coming to see you. Um, I have a few questions that I was hoping you might be able to offer me some guidance on, given your position within the church and, well, you're also being an Asimar. Um, I have a friend who has, um, she's died a couple times, twice now. And, and, she, and when you first say she's died, he, his expression fades to condolences. And then you say twice now, and uh, he's a little perplexed and then nods in understand, uh, understanding. I'm, I'm worried about her. I, I can't help but worry that going through something like that has an effect on one's, one's spirit, one's soul. And I was wondering if you have any insight. For many, being brought back from the brink of death is taxing. Enough to have them abandon all endeavors 
that led them towards the gray wastes in the first place. For those that have stood before the Lord of the Crystal Spire, it is knowing you have not only faced death, but were fully embraced by it. To be brought back to the mortal realm is not an easy task. It weighs heavily on the soul of all those that barter with the Lord of Death himself, both living and deceased alike. I have seen one or two return without complication. For some, their soul is not willing. For others, fate has stolen them away, and they both have continued their journey beyond our realm and have accepted the gift of peace granted by Kelenthor. Then there are those that must pay a price, an offering to the scales for borrowed time. For them, the fate rests in his hands. But no matter what brings those we've lost back, it is hard to say what weighs heavily on their mind or their soul, for everyone faces death differently. I would imagine it would be very different were I to be in that situation than it would for any of my other friends. I just, I worry about her. Kelenvor is kind and not cruel. He will not torture your friend. But okay. if a deal has been made, she is of service to him. I understand. Um, the, the other question, well, one of the other questions I had has more to do with what we are. Um, we, Solar, our, our guiding spirit, if you will. Um, you see his eyes kind of, or his brow kind of furrow questioningly at that. You, um, that, that's, that's what I've always thought of it as. Is that not accurate? Continue. Um, I was wondering if, if they can, if they can be hurt or harmed through their connection with the, the person that they're tied to. You see him think kind of deeply for a moment. Our attachment to our celestial guardians is more akin to a sailor and a sextant. More often, a whispering guide to influence our path more so than direct, tangible being connected to us. When I first heard mine, I thought I was slipping into madness, as it communicated to me through corpses and spirits, but only through my eyes. No one else sees what I see or hears what I hear. But for your question, 
I do not perceive it as possible for many reasons. First, you speak of a Solar, one of the highest of the Celestials. We are connected at most to Davis. As for the corruption, a connection that deep I have not encountered, but there are not many of us to record these instances. But I would assume theoretically for something to affect both Asimar and Celestial would have to be an extreme bond for some reason and for something to then also be able to corrupt the celestial, it would have to be godlike in power or divine in nature, especially if it were a Sola. Um, right. I, I've... I, um... I'm looking for someone, and it's possible that um, she's also the seneschal. The seneschal? No. Um, I'm looking for a woman named Mara. Mara Wurstein. It's possible she came through Waterdeep years ago. And you see him look kind of deeply into his mind as he's thinking real hard. And that name does not stand out personally, but I feel I feel like I've come across it before. Wait here. Hmm. I'll find your answer. The man leaves the room and let's leaves you sitting alone. Contemplate your thoughts what you've just learned. Fisha is reeling in the idea that he may have seen her mother's name on the scrolls. That's the only thing running through her head right now. That's terrified. That's what he's going to come back and say. And about 15 to 20 minutes later, in the dim candlelit room, he returns. And cradled in his hands is a large tome bound in black leather and marked with the golden scales. The golden scales of Kelimvor and not the skull and scroll of Jurgle. As he opens it and then starts flipping through. Yes, here. A journal entry. The name. D. Worstay. Written across the top. Dated Marpanoth 1358 DR. And I will send you this in chat. You can read it aloud. He faced death not once, but twice that night. First aside the woman touched by the light atop the great spire, and the second when he was kissed by the mask that pulled his life from his mortal coil. 
I have seen the end and will not suffer. After that, it just ends. You can see, like, it is a torn page. This entry took scholars a long time to decipher and deem it as important to the Lion's Bane story as no names are mentioned. It was not recorded in the House of the Dead, nor by a Doomguider. It was found in the torn page of a journal. From the sage's wisdom, we believe this is a recording of Kelimvor's mortal death. As written, it is factually inaccurate from what we know, unless seen with poetic interpretation like that of a storyteller. The two faces of death can be seen first as Merkel, the former Lord of the Dead, where Kelimvor and his love, Midnight, fought him not atop a great spire, but above the Blackstaff Tower. But she was not touched by light, although some would consider the weave to look like light for those that do not understand it. The second death he faced was when Siric, his companion, stabbed him in the back with the mythic blade, Godsbane. Kelimvor was heard unheard of again for many years until his soul was chosen and reborn as the new Lord of the Dead, years later by Eo. But I do not understand the interpretation of the mask being the blade. Perhaps it is a metaphor of his friend being two-faced. I am unsure if this is the same person you seek, but perhaps an ancestor, an insight into what you are looking for. Where was this found? It is not recorded. Okay. Thank you for this. And he closes the book. Uh, you do not get to keep this. Um, but uh, he closes the book and he puts his hand on yours. And if this is an ancestor that you have lost, you have mine and Kelimvor's condolences. Thank you. Hopefully this bit of truth will help you remember them and guide you on your journey. It's honestly the closest to them I've ever been. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I've taken up too much of your time. I know you're busy. I must return to the Doomguider. Thank you. You are welcome. Find peace. And he gets up and walks away. It doesn't mean she's dead. She was smart. 
so smart she wrote a code that took them for years to break. <laughs> she will take a moment to steady herself and head outside call Bernie and head back to uh, Troll Skull and just sort of snuggle up to Biblio downstairs in the living room and wait for people to get home. Okay. And uh, they will return with everyone uh, walking into the upper floors of Troll Skull Tavern and there is a stark drastic difference of dichotomy and emotions where one is extremely somber and lost in thoughts and the others are joyous and exuberant in their victory and probably mostly drunk probably mostly. probably probably at least tipsy <laughs> did you guys have fun how'd it go it was magnificent did that did it was V kicked so much butt. V stomped someone taller than her, who was also half hill giant. V is the second champion and only has one more name to take off that list till she is the champion. <laughs> Officially, she's already the champion. Uh, here, here, let's all have another drink on behalf of V. Oh. <laughs> well, don't use that Yay, table. Oh, no, oh no, I'm stuck to the table. <laughs> oh. There's like, yes. I'm what so about, happy. Of what course. about you? Say what, what did you do? Uh, did you fight somebody? Did you knock no. someone out? No, no, I just You go straight to places you shouldn't have and and did punch someone. I, I did not punch anybody, no. I, I went to Lion's Bane Parish, the uh, the temple for Kelimvor and Jurgle. Oh, how'd that go? Um, what for? I, um, I owed one of the um, celebrants there um, uh, some information, and I, uh, I had some questions for him about death and dying and owed him information? Well, I, I didn't owe it to him, but I felt I did. Why? I, because he told me a secret, so I told him a secret. Been there. Oh. And, oh, um, and I asked about my mom. <laughs> Mother? Yeah. What um, about her? She's, um, never actually met her. Oh. And um, she's come up recently, so I'm trying to track her down. And they they had a um, an entry in a journal that had her name on it. As she can see, Seisha kind of trying to keep it together, Petunia will kind of slightly tipsily waddle over and, and, and wrap her arms around her legs in a hug. <laughs> Her waist. Wait, her name was in the book? That's a good thing, right? Because it means you're getting closer. I don't know. Um, 
the the passage they've been trying to uncode it um she, she was smart it took them a long time to figure out the code um but it was they think it's about the death of Kelimvor. but i mean i there are parts about it that are different from what's commonly known why would she write about that I don't know. I'll have to think about it. That's kind of what I've been doing in here. But hey, you guys won! That's amazing. Well, v won. V won. But we, um, I yell a lot, and I made fun of a lot of people. I believe it. <laughs> I put Doctor Jones down someone's shirt. Well, Boss did that, but Doctor Jones went down someone's shirt. Boss, you put Dr. Jones down someone's shirt. It was a necessary strategy to continue forward. Ah, uh, practical maybe, master. Maybe it yes. was time for a checkup. For a checkup? Yeah, for... He's not know, like that kind of doctor. Like oh, I get yeah, now because he's a doctor. <laughs> no, he's not a doctor. He's got a doctorate. It's not the same thing. Because <laughs> he's a doctor, right? I get it, because you said, and then he was at, anyway, uh, <laughs> well, why don't you, I mean, we're all here, we're all drunk, um, I'll go get a bottle, and you should join us, Sasha, because you were successful as well. Yeah. And I know that Voss is definitely the most drunk out of all of us right now. He wouldn't stop hammering him. I tried to stop him, but he's. We could not. We were like grabbing him by the arms and stuff. I think you have a problem. Yeah, and he kept telling me, please stop putting your hands on me. I don't want to hear about pants anymore. So you know he's really drunk. That part is true. I told him repeatedly and several times to stop, and as you can see, he did not. Which reminds me of a story about a pair of pants I once owned. Oh, <laughs> I bet I know them. <laughs> I, um, mmm, mmm. Joining us? Joining us? Yeah. I know it. I'll hang out with you, but I don't feel like drinking. Okay. Okay. And the what rest time is it about? It's, uh, it's night. fairly late. At nighttime, Wait, yeah. boss, can you not tell? <laughs> like, look how tired, dude. He is definitely trashed. <laughs> well, she's a lot more paid than the rest of us, considering this guy is, just like he was like discoding, dislocating. Be, like I should be dead or like armless or something. You should be sitting by the fire. I'm good. My fire's uh, on the inside. He was dislocating limbs like he'd lost his teeth. He tried to rip my had. arm off, which honestly seemed a little unfair. I never rude. tried to rip his arm very off. Very rude. I didn't even go grapple. for his kneecaps, and that was easy because his kneecaps is like hip level for me. Sasha so wraps her arms around V and casts her, uh, and well, uses lay on hands for 35 points. Mmm, warm. <laughs> Um, okay. Unless anybody has anything super drastic uh, that they want to do for the night, um, before as everyone is winding down and uh, 
pulling themselves up out of their cups. Uh, <laughs> uh, at some point in the e evening, there's a tingle in the back of your mind, Seisha. At first, you think it's possibly a message from Vinley. That is until you hear the soothing, calm, friendly, but commanding voice of the Open Lord. I have set a meeting with Lord Starbuckler at his villa on the morrow at 10 a.m. Be very respectful and don't be late. Yes, Open Lord, thank you. She will round everybody up wherever they've gone. Open up the closet door. Petunia locked it. Why does she lock you in the closet? Uh, I kept telling pants stories. Oh, How'd I she thought you were playing hide and seek. She told me there was more liquor inside. I'm very gullible. Could you open the door, please? Door! I mean, couldn't we just give him the information through the door? You that's not funny. Okay, that's actually a little funny. <laughs> Seisha will let him out. Ah. Um, I take him out. All right, no more pants stories. On my honor. Voss, don't tell them I'm crossing my fingers behind my back. You kind of just did. Shit. Yeah. Well, um, it's, not our, it's not our fault. You have owned a lot of pants. Seisha, you had something in importance to tell us? Yes, yes. We have a 10 a.m. appointment with Lord Starbuckler. Fuck. Since oh. when? Since the Open Lord just sent me a message. Why 10? It's late. That's rude on their part. Well, unfortunately, I can't cleanse you of alcohol because I used all of it to heal your... We, we are tough people. I'm definitely not going in with a hangover tomorrow. But oh, I've never had a hangover. We need to be there at 9.45, and everybody has to be respectful. Oh, I can okay. do that. Good. I can do that. I don't um, think I've ever had a hangover. Come to me think either. Oh, I get them all the time, because I don't do anything in moderation. I'll join you there. I have to go somewhere fairly early. I need to swing by Castle Waterdeep very quickly. OK, 9.45. I'll be there. I won't be late. All right. Don't forget to wear a hat so you can take off the hat. Early is on time. Inside. On time is late. Wearing a hat is important. Do we? Do we need to go to bed now? So that you can take it now off. Now you can go to bed. Yes, everybody, go to bed. Get plenty of sleep. I'll bring breakfast up in the morning. Breakfast. That reminds me of this story about one time when I bought these pants. Harold. Harold. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Scott's on. Harold, back in the closet. Fine, I'm going in. <laughs> it's okay. I'll bring you a old pad to sleep on in the closet. Some blankets. He will he will not sleep in the closet, but he will stay in the closet for a short period of time. And uh, yeah, that'll be right. And after that, Seisha will head upstairs, bring Bivoli call Biblio over toward the bed in whatever form he chooses to take at this point and just snuggle up to him and go to sleep. Uh, it is a nightside table with a book on it. Yay! Hey, Seisha, I have a question. Yeah. 
When you cuddle with Biblio, doesn't does it make your skin break out? No. Cause all the slime. <laughs> no, he's, not, just... he's not slimy, he's like tacky, really. Yeah, but it, like gets on your skin. Yeah. I just It'll be hard to wash, wash out. I wash my face every morning. It's fine. Does it exfoliates. It could also just be my angelic lineage. I don't believe you. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Good night, V. All right. Long uh, rest. Everybody can click the long rest button. There are no <laughs> scary dreams. <laughs> no, no terrible things. No. Nobody breaking in at night. Uh, leaving strange uh, items for you to discuss <laughs> in the morning. Yep. <laughs> uh, Petunia, you can go ahead and roll your importance for the day. Oh, here we go. Those fun rolls of the day. <laughs> Roll. And uh, as um, 11 and a 5, saving those for the enemies. <laughs> Offensive rolls today. Um, Voss, you're the first up as you head out the door. Um, make your way towards Castle Waterdeep. I do. Um, and uh, you make your way down to the Castle Ward at the base of the mountain. And uh, the carriage takes you all the way up to the base entranceway of the 60-foot deep walls up the long serpentine uh, pathway that leads up into the courtyard of uh, Castle Waterdeep. And you know, off to the right, I believe I'm remembering correctly, off to the right is where the jail cells are led down into. Yeah. Um, and as you go to ask about, uh, what, are you, what are you looking to do here? I go up to the guard and I say, I'm here to bail out a prisoner. Dabble. And he'll pull out the book and go through the names with the uh, smeared blood uh, thumbprint uh, that looks. And you see him go back about a 10 day looking over a couple of names. I'm not seeing it how long ago. I want to say that was about two weeks ago, wasn't it? It was, a, Week? I think it was about the beginning of the month. The month. It's been okay. it's been th almost three ten days. Yeah, three ten days. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I asked them to look for the name Davil Star Song. And uh, he flips back. Oh, I know. Yes. Okay. And it flips back one more, um, and and then finds it. Davil Star Song. Um, ah, yes. Uh, one of the former Zintaros. Yes. What is his bail set up? He's actually due to be out in a couple of days. But if you're looking to bail him out early, 50 gold. I put the gold on the table and then I say, a while ago, I read in the paper that there was a young man taken in by the guards for accosting one of them, correct? Yes. 
When does he do? And goes back, name? I don't know his name off the top of my head. Then I can't help you. May I see inside the cells, please? What for? I would know him by look. Make a persuasion check. Gotcha. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? All right, we're going to have to strip you of all your effects. I allow them to do so, barring the stone, which should be hidden. And the bracer, if they'll allow me to take it. They don't notice it. Doubting. Nope, don't notice it. Nope. They search you. They take all of your effects that are obvious and anything uh, like that and make some comments about adventuring and making sure that you're not causing trouble in the city as they, uh, the few others take your effects. I have a dangerous profession. Forgive me for being prepared. Yeah, that's why we're making sure you're not bringing any of that downstairs. Of course. And then you are brought down into the depths of the very low lit uh, hallways of the iron bars and everything. There is two guards at the uh, stairwell entranceway, but um, there doesn't really, it seems to be uh, from the entranceway, it tees off in both directions and uh, there, it's not like a maze or anything. Um, okay. you can see. Uh, and you walk up and down, and you're looking for a man that looks eerily similar to yourself. Yes, I, I am. Okay. And uh, you find him. And he just looks to be laying down on a bench, just kind of chilled out. This one. And, uh, the man is like, hey, you. Stand up. You might be getting bailed out. Um, yeah, I think so. Sorry, give us just a second. Hashtag beyond with a legendary bundle. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, and uh, the man steps forward, and he has to have slightly longer uh, hair than you, but only by maybe half an inch, and a very dark stubble, almost uh, a beard forming uh, around his face. The man looks at you, then towards the other. Ah, uh, must be your brother. Cousin, actually. look really sim similar to be cousins. You'd be surprised how many people look like me, particularly in the family line. Forgive me if our look, mothers were promiscuous. I, I'm not here to judge. That's the um, magistrate's job. Oh, 
How much to bail him? How long have you been here? Four, ten days. Crime was assaulting a guard? Yep. Did he die? Did not. Thank the gods. And he'll carrying the book with him uh, as he's unsure and goes about four, ten day back and looks down the list and starts calling off a couple of names until he finds the one that matches. And um, I, what name did you give when you were, or was the switch made before? There was, he never made the Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. The, never this guy was. turned himself in. So, Got it, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, and it, it comes in, uh, and uh, it is, it is the name Bill Ronto. Noted. Yes, Bill. Yeah, that's me. So, Bill Ronto, you have another ten day on your sentence. Let's say a hundred gold. I pay it. And do I see? I don't necessarily want to bail her out do i see glass here uh you do not nope okay i move along then i bail both bill ronto the second (laughs) and 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 you see a golden bronze-skinned long-haired you see dabble walking down it does not look like he has any stubble or anything has changed about him at all. And he is. It's Davil. Davil the devil. Yo. Oh. It's good to see you again. And he kind of opens his arms up for like a hugging gesture. But doesn't say much. I give him a look and then extend a single hand out thinking, yeah, he's pretty good. Okay. And uh, he'll shake your hand. And all right, I guess that's it. Unless you want to try and bail out all of these ruffians. I look around. The thought does creep into my mind. My pockets flush with gold. But I stay at just the two okay. and depart, reclaiming all of my dangerous possessions uh and the blonde-haired you uh kind of gives a nod as he comes out and as he's walking up good to see you again boss as he says to dabble and dabble does not say that yep interesting dabble does anything he just nods Let's move for now. There's a carriage waiting outside for us. I'll take you back to a place where you can rest for a period of time. Get their effects. Um, You're returned yours. Nothing is uh, pilfered or, you know, taken. And you'll see him, like, 
put his arm, his leather armor on. He'll grab his sword belt, put it on, and uh, he'll walk towards you. Um, I like, say nothing until we get back into a carriage there. Okay. And as soon as I do, um, I look at Bill and I say, forgive me. My entrance into the group is only recent. How do you know our boss? How do you think you didn't get arrested? Uh, he just winks at you. And he's like, he's like, oh, what's a few lash scars to the amount that I just got paid? And then uh, the devil looks at both of the other two men in the uh, carriage, shakes his head, and you watch his hair sink up into his, into the, the top of his head and turn from golden blonde to black. He shakes, and you're looking at a doppelganger of yourself because there's three of you now in the carriage <laughs> and the guy is like oh, that's new <sighs> yeah uh, so i don't really sound like him <laughs> oh no <laughs> i can look just like him though you don't sound like us either but Oh, I'm so dark and brooding. Look at me in this dark. We're back. Hey. hey. Sorry, guys, for the technical difficulties. Uh, we stopped everything. Yep. We had very, very bad tornado warnings and storms yesterday, and I think that's messed with the uh, kind of the internet around our area. So yeah. apologize for the technical difficulties uh, while we fight Mother Nature. Uh, but thank Thanks you for so much for being uh, patient with us. Uh, you didn't miss much. We actually saw the stream go down and stopped and stopped talking yeah. so uh didn't miss too much yeah. yeah so so dark and broody is about where we stopped um yeah. boss was uh boss made a snarky comment back about i think we're down again dropped again oof this is no bueno damn oh wait no i see us i don't i i I see it on the stream. I can see everyone. Hello. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Got it. It totally dropped on my end, so I'm just like, make sure we're good. All right. All right. Yeah, we don't want anybody to miss anything. Uh, Voss made a snarky retort back that said, uh, "You're real mouthy for someone that just got their bail paid." Um, and that's where we're picking back up in the carriage of the three bosses. In, in any case, so as not to spend time knowing that we are limited this morning, I say. I'm taking you to a bar that I own. Wait there for me to return. We'll discuss later plans with you. For now, don't leave and act chummy. And I give them both five gold to spend. I take it. Um, so are we supposed to look like each other? You want, what do you want me to look like? For now, just keep. A little more nondescript. Yeah. Not so can... obvious, right? Anyways, I got to check in with Davil. I was supposed to do that as soon as I got out. All right, go ahead then. So, as, but... as for you, work on your voice while you're waiting. What do you want me to sound like? Can you just, whatever accent this is, just erase it from your mind and your memory? 
and just never do it again. If you can try your best to do that, God. I'll let you know the next step whenever we get back. Mm -hmm. And uh, they will nod and uh, Bilhelm Rontavius is gonna get out and yep. leave. Uh, and the other one, uh, as, as the carriage is going, just kind of keeps an eye outside of the window and um, as, as they're passing by an intersection, just notices someone and just instantly changes into them. Impressive. It's kind of what we do. All right. In time, your efforts within our organization, I think will be heavily rewarded. Yeah, sitting in the clink really sucked. Couldn't really make any uh, money, but thanks for bailing me out again. Mm -hmm. How long were you in? Three ten day? Yeah. Have you been given any hazard pay? I mean, I got paid to do it. How much? Five hundred. That seems fair to boss. So, he'll keep him with the five. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, you make your way back to the tavern. Yeah. That didn't take too long. That took, you know, I mean, I'd say you got out of the house roughly around like seven or eight. And that maybe took an hour or so. You can get back well in it, like right around nine, I'd say. So yeah. well enough to leave with everybody else and not meet them. Yep. And I will go ahead and do that. Like just so, drop them off. We'll deal with them later. But devils yep. or uh, Starbucks was the main thing. So yep. we're going to cut back to everyone else. And while you were gone, um, and everyone went down to eat. Faisha is uh, basically like a mother trying to get her kids ready to go on vacation. Like, okay, everybody, now we have to be in the carriage by 9 10. So I need everybody to eat their breakfast, put their nice clothes on. Yeah, they'd be so loud. Harold, I'm here. I'm here, Harold. Uh huh. Don't put me here. I'll I'm, wait, I'll wait on here. Yeah, eat your breakfast. Eat your eggs. Okay, I'm eating my eggs. I'm trying to eat my petunia's eggs. Petunia's breakfast is already gone, and she looks as fresh as a petunia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you Stout didn't. halfling resilience. <laughs> Harold's going fine. to. Yeah, He's Harold fine. is the only one who is not doing well, and he just Wait, glares oh. over at the pair of them. And stabs a, a, an egg to eat it. And as he lifts it, he realizes he ordered them over easy. And so he just spread egg all over his plate. Just... <sighs> can we get some toast toast for Harold so, so we can sop it up? As, as you are reeling from that, you're brought to the attention of a scruffy, dirty, mud-brown-haired, thin-faced man, man well in his 40s or 50s. A heavy cloak hides most of his comfortable but finer clothes, as well as the leather case filling a folder tucked under his arm. The man, you know as Safe Cromley, looks up at you with tired, heavily bagged, but excited eyes. Master Cromley. We didn't do it. <sighs> Lord Sigurd, um, if you have the room to, if you have a room to speak privately, uh, absolutely. Come upstairs. 
She can corroborate that I didn't do it. All of you? Nine, ten. I'm, I, I, huh? I, Perhaps a, a spot of tea? Absolutely. Yes. Um, She'll run over and... Uh, Leaf, I need a, a, a cup of tea, please. And uh, a tea is made. And she'll carry it upstairs and show him up to the common room. Does anybody want to join us? You can learn things. I love learning things. I think I've pretty do much I, made it clear that I didn't do it, so I'm good. Uh, so I thought you were upstairs, but I caught you, caught you at breakfast. Yes. There's something I noticed yes. um, before we get into everything. And he points up towards... Uh, the outside doorway where the the house kind of overhangs mm-hmm. um, to where you are. And your eye catches a shimmer. And nestled in a beautifully intricate dodecahedron tesseract-shaped spider web is a plain, unmarked envelope. Seisha will reach up and pluck it. Yeah, it looks like it was there all night. She will, uh, she'll open it. Okay. Okay. Um, you open it to reveal a silver pressed border inlaid parchment that feels soft, soft, almost like silk to the touch. Yet it is still firm enough to hold its shape and uh, like parchment instead of fabric. One second. Mm-hmm. I'm sending it to you so you can read it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to send it via uh, the group chat. Okay. Not the Zoom. Not the Zoom. Oh, not the Zoom. Okay, got it. Got it. To my dearest friends, I'm writing to reassure you that you have not been forgotten. Our webs are interwoven already, and your request has not slipped through my grasp. I have interesting. I have a lead that you shall find most delicious in regards to your blind companion. Your, what is that word? Lantanese? Lantanese artifact is on hand waiting for you when you have captured our dragons. I hear Midsummer will be a ball this year and can't wait to gallivant with you where we will talk under the House of Lanterns. Signed, Jay. Jay. I'm assuming you did not read that out loud with Safe Cromley. In the no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think we're there. I think it's just. Yeah, yeah it's oh. just her. You look oh, I thought we were back. there. My bad, my bad. My bee, yeah. my bee. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> something the matter. No, just. You ever get a letter and you look at it and you're like, oh, this is coded. <laughs> yeah. I actually that's why we're here to speak. Really? And he looks back, closes the door, um, and gestures to the couch. She sits. So first things first, we have another mutilated body. No. Yeah. We're keeping it out of the presses for now. Let's try and quell any panic that might brew. But word of mouth spreads. Uh, the news just as fast, if not faster, if you ask me. People love that? nothing more than to spread gossip instead of looking at the facts hidden in the shadows. Who was it? 
the dead weave mistress of Umberley, wave mistress of Umberley, washed up just outside of the southern gate walls. Body was bloated and nearly torn apart by the sharks and quippers in the nest in the bay. But what we found fits the MO of the others. High priest, brutal murder, carvings on the body. There were a few words missing due to the severity of the damage of the corpse, but we think we pieced it together with what was left. And he brings out a notebook, pulling from uh, his... Uh, Satchel. Yes, the folded, corded... Uh, Briefcase? It's not a briefcase. It's like oh, the, uh, the filing cabinet. The fi file folder. File folder. Thank you. Accordion is what I always call it. Yeah. It's, that has different meaning in this game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reaches into his accordion. Um, and uh, he says, their blood flows to the ends of every river, but will never make it to the sea. Their tears are felt in the rain but leave no trace within the snow. And we're going to send that to everybody in the Zoom chat. And um, sees you write it down. Mm -hmm. Also, while you're pondering that, I brought some of my old notes for you to take a look at. Oh, wonderful. Mm, sadly, I only found two more of the old riddles. The others are lost to the test of time, or... Barnabas misplaced them when we were working together back there. Brilliant mind. Terribly unorganized. Anyways, first was found first, and he gives you a, a piece of parchment. First was found on the third murder. A man we have been hunting down named Ulkar. He was a jackal-ware cleric, cleric of Malar, the beast lord of Lycanthorpes. We were chasing him down on suspicion of creating the rat problem the city has now. The were problem. Yes. But, uh, carved on his bestial hide was, fear me for I can turn a pair into a weapon, turn a team into vapor and making the kill effortless. Find me where I invite the beast to the palace tables. Send that to everyone. Thank you. Second, as he pulls out another one, was a diplomatic Aranea woman from Kalmshad. If you've never seen the true form of an Aranean, count yourself lucky. They are basically giant, monstrous-looking humpback spiders. Oh. However, despite their appearance, they are very kind, accommodating, and peaceful. Hmm. Very nice people. But... She was the last of the six murders. Carved across her carapace was, we are ever present, watching you in every second, every minute of every 10 day, till the end of every season. But you'll never see us today, tomorrow, or in years to come. And as he hands it to you, and it was true, with that the murders stopped. The case went cold. And until this past 10 day, we thought we'd never see that happen again. And I was really hoping we never would, but with your mind, we have a chance at catching them. Thank you. I'm... Thank you for aiding the city and giving me something to chase again. 
I appreciate all of your guidance on this. Honestly, this is, this is going to be very helpful. Having three of them to go through can give me an idea of the pattern. I wish I could give you more. Um, that should be the first, the third, and the last of the original murders. All right. Um, is it all right that I tell my friends about the, uh, the dead wife mistress of Umberley? As long as they don't go flapping their lips around the city, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure they know not to. Uh, it looks like I interrupted something more than breakfast. So. Yeah, we have an appointment. Sounds fine. I'll leave you to it. Thank you, Master Cromley. Ugh. No. Mm -mm. Sorry. It... You are not a servant, and I am no longer um, a lieutenant. Uh, just Cromley is fine. All right. Thank you, Cromley. And he nods and leaves. She'll pull that letter back out and look at it and look at the time. What time is it? Uh, uh, it's it's like 8.30. Like, we'll say that like this was like early in the morning like when Voss was out doing his thing. Things. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is when this happened. Yeah. So you have time to talk to people before you have to go. And you even have time to talk to Voss if you want to wait for Voss to get back to have this conversation. Yeah. That's 100% yeah. fine. You can do all of that and still make it in time. Okay. So everybody finishes their breakfast, returns back up, and gets ready. And it's about this time that Voss also enters in. And you are all gathered into the common room, uh, readying yourselves for the rest of the day. So we got a letter. Yeah? And it's coded. From who? Someone that signed it, Jay? Who do I know whose name starts Charles with Charles Axel? What? Bing. It was in a spider uh, What? Well, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, we met Charles Axel. No, you didn't. No, we didn't. No, you didn't. You're the pirate I almost, almost. Insight check. <laughs> I almost. <laughs> Got That's a what, nipple suit from it. The nipple Almost. suit. Yes, I was like Charles Axel's nipple suit guy. Sorry, I kind of like just coded him in my brain as nipple suit man. That's maybe maybe you should code him a little higher up than nipple suit man. No. I mean, he's a no. world nipple, Okay, okay. To be fair, that's not his full title in my brain. His full title is nipple suit pirate man. That's a lot better. When she realizes they're 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 probably not lying. To, is there someone you haven't met? Um, maybe. Yes. Who? Who haven't we met? Someone sane. Well, aside from. Oh, uh, well, then we met a god, so as a group, we have. No, I'm just saying, like, we met Averin, but he's not like a real god. Well, no, I'm talking about, well, 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 about the god of death not, when Vinley died. Do not say Averin is not a real god. I don't want you to. Vinley did, though. She's part of the group. It kind of counts. But I haven't met one. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get the. Well, pick. we're not talking about you. No, we were saying. He's looking up between all of them as they're talking about this. This what? doesn't matter. We got a letter. What does the letter say? It it says. Is it in pirate language? Can Voss read it? Yeah, everybody everybody can see it. In I'll chat. look at it. Is this in Thieves' Camp? It is not. Hmm. 
It's not in Thieves' Camp. So okay. I noticed. I noticed he said I have a lead, but he spelled it E Y E. Because of the blind companion. But I think he's talking about the he's stone. He's talking about the Xanathar. He's talking about the stone. Uh, no. no, he's not. He's talking, no, about... he's talking about the stone. He's right. He's talking about the stone. He's I have a lead. We had asked, we had tasked him with finding the last eye. Oh. One hand waiting for you when you have captured our dragons. He wants to be paid. Yep, that's what I was going to say. That's what he's asking about. He'll be he's... at the Midsummer Ball. We can talk to him then about where exactly this is then. The House of Lanterns. Although he... <laughs> Wait, he's talking about, he's talking about the vault, isn't he? Where? He found our dragons. No, yeah, he's, what he's saying is he's going to give us the lead on the vault, right? He's going to give us the lead on the eye. Once yeah. we've gotten his money, then he'll give us the artifact. That. And you Boom. remembering what Latan is, that is like the most technologically advanced area of tor Toral, honestly. And it, it is where a lot of uh, state-of-the-art Gond artifacts come from. And there might be a certain thing that Voss asked for. Yeah, that's it then. All right. Wait, so there's a chance we're going to see him again? We yeah. will see him again. We will. I wonder if he'll sign my book. He would 100% sign your book. But try to be... Subtle. Subtle. I can be subtle. I know you can. Just... You know, world-renowned pirate lord. So, yeah. In any case, I'm small. With the upcoming meeting we have with <laughs> Tardic Starbuckler, we need to convince him of a couple of things. Do we even have a plan for this? I was just going to talk to him straight and just be honest. There's two things we need from this meeting. One is the obvious. We need him to be at a place at a time where we we can find him and where we can conduct this. And two, there's an extra wrinkle in this that make the ruse seem more realistic. The Zentarum have given us a route and a list. They'll get suspicious if we don't use this. We need to plan a botched assassination attempt. And I pull out the map. There is a spot here at the junction between Chapel Street and Tunnigan Lane. That seems wait. to be the most optimal area. It's in the group chat if you guys want to pick yeah, it no, up. Yeah, no, I'm looking right now. Okay. Sasha pulls out her map of the sewers and lays it next to it. Oh, I see. Okay, the the uh, Cha Chapel Street and Tunnigan Lane, it's quiet there. If we... If we do it, we could make a lot of noise. We could get we could get noticed, and with the slow response time, it would give us enough time to get away. Here's the thing. We can actually accomplish two things with this. First, it would be easy for us to let slip to certain members within the city guard that this assassination is going to happen. Leaving an anonymous tip could make Manchun paranoid that there are rats in his organization. And two, when this one is botched, not due to us, but due to the fact that there were guards waiting there, then we can make a demand. 
If we're going to do this at the palace, what's going to make this seem realistic is if we ask for money for it. So we don't want him to know that we're... He needs to be in the know. No, I'm saying absolutely Starbuckler needs to be in the know on both of these things if they're going to outlaw with a hitch. I'm saying the winters win. Oh, that guy. He needs to know that this was botched, not due to us, but because of information getting leaked. Then, we demand money in exchange for the body. That way, we're not just asking him to meet a place for no reason. We seem, think... like, we seem like greedy scum, which is what he's used to dealing. I don't think he's going to let us be in any position to negotiate. I don't think we should have any contact with him until after everything's done and let them believe whatever they want to believe. If we get that, great. And if we don't, okay. But we don't want to, that's a lot of moving parts. We don't want to risk him seeing through it after he saw through my disguise, which frankly, I thought was pretty good. Here's the thing. We need him there. Not a lackey. Not someone known by Manchun. We need him there. This makes the ruse seem better, and we need him to not suspect that this is a trap until the very last moment. It's easy for him to get away. If he thinks he's dealing with scum, he also thinks it would be easy to kill us and let it go. He won't think it's a harper trap. That's my point. Yes, I agree, Harold. There are more moving parts to this. However, this has to go off without a hitch. That's what I'm saying. It has to go off without a hitch. Okay. Involving the winter's wind puts a lot of speed bumps in our way. What were you we saying? We need him. We need him exactly where we need him to be. I agree. Wait, I agree. I know this is a little like side thing, but like, what is a hitch? Like a hitch. Like a like, bump. Like something. Like, like what if it did go off with a hitch? If yeah. It could be a million things. It could be him seeing through our lie. It could be Starbuckler not wanting to cooperate. It could but be. But it's a hitch, a literal thing. And it's it's a it's like a colloquialism it's a for like yeah, it's a figure of speech for like oh I you know something that's going to screw us up. We have. Just... I'm trying to figure out. Okay. We have definitive proof with the letter, along with a meeting with the Open Lord that Manchun is trying to kill him. I think that would be pretty good incentive. So you want, Which to, and I just, I, I want to be clear on what your plan is. The idea is that we go as a group, we, we, we tell Starbuckler, we make it look like a botched assassination. We come back to the Winter's Wind demanding money to try again? Essentially, because there are rats in his organization. And also, we're going to have to do this at the party. That's risky. Starbuckler's already going to be on alert. The opportunity to kill him may be gone after the party. But think about this. But we're not we going to kill him. Well, uh, yeah, we're not. But that's the point. No, we're not. But we have to. We have to look at it from the Winter's Wind perspective, where he thinks this is the only opportunity we're going to have. Mm-hmm. So, if we come to him and ask for money, there's almost no way he's going to play ball, right? But if we came to him and asked for help, that might help us. But then we have an extra pair of eyes watching everything we're doing. It's riskier, but I think he's more likely to be like, well, fine, if I want a job done, I'll do it my damn self, than it is to be like, hey, give us lots of money. Because he feels like he's holding us over a fire. 
I, I was going to say, isn't the whole reason that we got put up to this because he was doing going to rat us out favor? So why would he even put up with us demanding money? If I, I think were him, was... I'd just say, fine, then I'll go tell. It, this is already blackmail like why would you make it worse? It, it, ben, it benefits it benefits him regardless of whether starbuckler dies because if starbuckler doesn't die he takes care of a thorn in his side by telling manshoon about us if starbuckler Here's, does die he looks great to manshoon and things work out better for him this is the odd thing about all of this we're still alive mm -hmm. there is no reason he shouldn't tell us about, tell Manchun about us and have us killed. Well, he also has to perhaps, be... Except perhaps this. This is something he does not believe he can do on his own. Well, if he, he, if he rats us out to else. Manchun, Manchun's going to have follow-up questions. Ones he may not want to answer, and while he may not be afraid of us, I guarantee you he's afraid of Manchun. But I think that's, I, mean, I think the opposite. Old I think that he actually is afraid of us. And I think that's part of the reason that he's holding us over the fire. He has to have some kind of level of control over us because if you look at our track record, which is getting more and more out there, uh, he knows that we're capable of bringing down the Xanathar and what's to stop us from killing him, some lieutenant in another army. He, he doesn't see, he recognizes that there are a lot of us and we're talented. The reason he's holding us over the fire is because that we are very talented and we can get things done on a scale that other people can't, but it also keeps us from hurting him. If he's not scared of us, he's stupid because there's because of all the things we have proven that we can do. In reality, I don't think that he is just scared of Manchun. I think that he realizes it's the only way he can control a problem that will get out of hand if he lets it. Can we at least agree that we need to attempt an assassination on him? we need to pretend to attempt an assassination yes but, but we would have but we have a short amount of time to convince starbuckler to play along and we don't know how good of an actor he is this might just be easier to slip in and out and then and then be like look we used your maps we studied his stuff we we got an in with his guard and we can get you into the party and you can oversee it or whatever the fuck and we can set him up that way if uh, we bring but, the winter's uh, wind inside uh, that place that's a lot of collateral damage. i'm not okay with that i agree i i know but i all i'm saying i'm throwing out ideas here because here's the situation i see and here's the problem i'm seeing mm -hmm. with this entire thing the more and more we come to him the less and less he thinks that we're capable if we botch an assassination he's gonna see us as a bunch of inept idiots and and think that we didn't take it very seriously not if the normal guard set up an ambush there based right. on intel they got that's not our fault right but i don't think he gives a shit whether or not it's our fault i think he only wants results he would give a shit if his organization has leaks in it i agree with that but then we'd have to have a meeting with him where we're short on time we don't want him watching us any closer than he is a part of me thinks it might be better to play this one close to the chest until the party and let him guess at what the fuck we're doing I feel like I'm oh, trying to play 5D chess. Because, he, well, here's, here's what I'm getting at. If we just handle it as simple as possible, right? We go to Starbuckler as clandestine as possible. We explain the situation to him. We slip away and nobody knows the difference. We come to the party. We do the business. We get rid of him. We have to have a meeting with the Winter's Wind afterwards to explain what happened. At that right. point, we set up the meeting in a place that's beneficial to us, maybe with the guards all set, and we just walk in there and take him down. 
I don't think that we should try to complicate it any further than that because we're already really, really risking it. We don't know that Starbuckler is going to play along. We don't know that the Winter's Wind doesn't have people already inside the party. We don't know anything yet. So we have to play this as close to the chest as possible so that he doesn't know anything. That's my opinion. I don't think we should botch an assassination because we risk him telling something to Manchun if he thinks we're inept and can't do it. And he'll just hire the same guys we were killing earlier in the week to, to, to go do the job for us. All this deceit makes me paranoid. That's why I'm saying we go to Starbuckler, we just explain it to him, we play it real close to the chest, we go to the party, play it real close to the chest, everybody on our side knows the plan, all we have to do is make it sell real well, and Winter's Wind has to sit down with us afterwards. He's not going to accept the letter. He has to see us. He knows I'm a liar. So I think that if we just handle it as clandestine as possible, we let him guess at whatever he wants. His mind's always going to leap to the worst possible outcome. If we tell him everything's done, it w- it went without a hitch, it went exactly the way we wanted it to, he's going to say to himself, if I see it myself, then I'm going to believe it. And then he's going to show up and we drop his ass. That's my opinion. And I'm not saying your idea is bad. I'm saying that we're putting a lot of needless risk in a plan that will work best if he's guessing as much as we're guessing about him. My point is this. They gave us essentially Starbuckler on a platter. If we don't use it, it's going to look suspicious. If we if we tell them that we used it in a way that that is beneficial to us in another way if we tell him that this is going to benefit us and so i guess you're i guess you're right he might come away from this going well we gave them all the information why the hell didn't they use it the party is risky guys just something that struck me um about that letter i have a lead that you shall find most delicious in regards to your blind companion starbuckler is in charge of coffee right that's delicious. Maybe when we go speak with him, I should cast locate object. Couldn't hurt. Feel that'll work. What's Starbuckler's first name? I don't know if that's connected, but I it couldn't hurt. It's just I was looking at the letter and as we grow, this is a strange word to have put there. I'm going to leave this to a vote of the group. He's an eccentric person to do the assassination is. attempt or not. Who does not want to do the assassination attempt? Raise your hands. I don't. Wait, at the party or on the way? On the way there. We have to do the assassination attempt at the party. Okay. Uh, Also raises her hand. All right. I I think, uh, here's what I think. I think we should, we can play both. So if, the winter's wind is like, why didn't you use the information we gave you? We tell them their his guards were tripled and there was nothing we could do. We have no idea why they were tripled. Somebody might be saying something. I can find a way to do that. It's an idea. I could also, I mean, you can sit me in front of anybody and I can lie to them all day. Well, we're going to meet with him today. Why don't do you we remember what happened the last time we sat in front of him, though? Have we? We have. That thing he does, that oh, no, essence around him, half-elves are less susceptible to that. All right. 
In any case, I'll drop the botched assassination attempt for now. Why don't we why don't we do this? Why don't we just ask Lord Starbuckler to put extra guards with him when he's on his way to the party and then we can say what we were going to, but he had extra guards. I agree with that. We can ask Starbuckler to just bring out as many like we need all your guards, ask the guard to come with you. The open lord will support us and help us. And in it will look we won't have to lie. There really will be triple the there really will be triple the guards. All right. And I don't. We don't even have to involve the guard or the open lord. His house guard is enough. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Let's go ahead and move forward. I'll drop this idea. What time is it? Oh, everybody to the carriage! Oh, oh shit! Doing oh. your trips on her way to the carriage. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, you're like prestidigitating the dirt off your dress. Yeah. Oh. Are you going to ask him to sign the book? Hmm. Was he an adventurer? I don't know. No. I don't think so. I think he's just a rich not. coffee guy. I think he like outsources really his coffee. coffee businessmen are businessmen or businessmen. That's fair. I think he hires adventurers to get his coffee beans. It's good coffee. Season two of D4. I think it's kind of burnt and overrated, but I still drink it in my life. <laughs> Quest for the cup. <laughs> I hear their employees are treated fairly well. I just—they're honestly their seasonal coffee. What that spice they use? And no the other. Kid, you know, it does nothing for me. It's okay. I, it's really sweet. So I prefer tea. Blessed by coffee. Too. I feel like it's too much. You know. You all get into the carriage. Uh, you show them your uh, emblem of the open lord. Bam. You are not charged. Yep. I never get tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you arrive as your carriage pulls up to a Spanish bond brickwork pathway roundabout that shines like a muted red road in the summer sun. A rainbow floats through the mist cascading from the ornate crowned two-tailed mermaid fountain carved from the white marble with veins of green jade. The carriage door is opened by a human dressed in finely pressed black and white butler suit. His posture is perfect and he greets you all with a poise and dignity of addressing everyone as if you were all nobles. As soon as you approach the white stucco-walled mansion, you notice a few trees that everyone but Voss is unfamiliar with. The scalloped and textured trunks of the serrated umbrella large leafed canopy that stretches high past the terracotta roof reminds you almost of an elongated pineapple. It is clear that this is a tropical plant, not indicative of this more moderately climate region of Faerun. And before we go any further, what is everybody wearing to this event? Okay. I would have so. worn my armor because I don't know better. Seisha! Okay, oh, Jesus. I feel like it's my fault. This is my fault. This is my fault. All <laughs> you right, can't blame so yourself. Somebody's it gotta be the thug. That's not how this, okay. Um, well, V is wearing a uh, very nice daytime uh, dress right and uh she has like this big hat she 
like a sun hat, but it's like fancy and hardly it's it's hardly actually like a useful hat. Like it's almost kind of sheer. Like it's okay. not even shading the sun, honestly. It's just decor. But it's a big hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Petunia. Um, Petunia has just made sure her her regular her her regular work attire is nice and pressed and clean. Her corset nice and cinched. Her boots are tied. Twice. Double knotted. Double knotted. <laughs> and her hair is is very very tightly pulled back and tamed into her usual little proper little bun with her 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 untamable bangs as neatly curled as they can be. Boss. Yes, I am. Ah. Uh, you're not gonna not gonna dress up at all. What about this orange number? <laughs> no, we're not doing the orange number. Not for this one. No, no. not no no no. Orange no, no, numbers no. for that's for... nighttime only. Thank you. This is daytime. Thank okay. You. We're doing. We're thinking. It's like slick, slim. It looks like it's breathable, but it's actually a little suffocating. As Foswell's nose. Uh, and Harold. Um, I'm dressed in uh, much more down-to-earth colors um, in the same kind of clothes I'd have worn to something like this when I worked for V. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's God. like collared and it's like muted tones. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, not brighter, I'm not brighter than the floor. Yeah, yeah, like like V's attire has like a light floral print, but it's not bright. It's not. Okay. It's just like a subtle thing. Yep. Okay. All right. It's it's, a, it's also her dress is sleeved, but it's like poofy little poofs. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get those poofs in. Yeah, there's a little, you gotta have the poofs. As you approach the massive double door, it opens to you by an elderly bronze-skinned halfling with pencil-thin black mustache, salt-and-pepper coiffed curly hair, standing there to formally greet you all. He beckons you to follow him into the receiving room to await the Lord of the Manor. You are led through a massive foyer where the walls and floors are carved of the same white green-veined marble. It is all very open, and the pathway is lined with a glass-covered river of beautiful cyan blue water filled with many exotic, vibrantly colored fish. What catches you off guard, though, is the strong bouquet of smells that cling to the air. It is warm, with an earthly caramel aroma accompanied by a nutty richness that lingers sweetly on the palate with each inhale. Harold, you instantly recognize the intoxicating scent of coffee. You pass by a few rooms filled with color and culture of a world beyond the coasts of Faerun before coming to a lavish room filled with many unique potted tropical plants. The bright golden yellow stucco walls extend up to the vaulted ceiling supported, supporting two large gond mechanical basket woven bladed fans. Light pours in through the wall of massive glass windows that look out over a small veranda garden and a relaxing pool. A few pristine white canvas cushion chairs surround a glass-topped coffee table lined in mosaic tile work where you see a single carafe of red wine waiting to be drank. You all then slowly begin to notice something. You all have been in the presence of nobility at some point and the luxury of their homes, but even with the extreme levels of cleaning that they typically tend to, 
it always still feels lived in. This house, these cushioned seatings, the checkered tile on the room floor, everything looks unnervingly untouched. Master Starbuckler will be with you momentarily. Thank you. The dark-skinned halfling man bows his head in your direction before leaving you to wait in the room alone as he closes the door behind him. So upon entering, V immediately took her hat off just to fucking hold it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The purpose of the damn hat. Uh, Harold is going to can I make a perception check to see if anything seems weird other than than the fact that everything's so clean? I just want to know what, like, Harold's looking around, like, the place is awfully clean. Same thing, same thing. Investigation or perception? Um, Why would it be clean? One of you roll perception, one of you roll investigation. Which one do you want, boss? I'll roll investigation. I think your perception is the same as mine or better. I think so. Want me to roll perception? Uh, too late. I just did. I'm sorry. I also just rolled mine. Uh, 17. 23. Um, it does not look like a trap or anything. That It's just, it's more so like when you go to a grandmother's house that has plastic over all of the furniture and everything. It's more so that type of feeling. And, do I, do uh, I have a feeling like this guy is like obsessed with being clean or that he only comes here when he's going to have a meeting um it's hard to say Seisha could uh be correct in that he travels a lot and he's Fair. not really at his home very much uh, it definitely looks obsessively clean um okay. but you know that there are magics in order right to- exactly right. this is like um, and it's the precedent station yeah upon upon looking in the room does it just look like a, f- a front room a sitting room it definitely looks like a, a, a noble's meeting room uh, where you would entertain guests. Yep, where you would entertain guests coming in to meet. Like you always have a side room kind of just off the foyer. Uh, you had one in your house where any, when anybody would come to talk to your father, he would they would be take, taken okay, there. There's the casual sitting room and then there's the fancy sitting room. So it's not the den, it's like the sitting room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could, could you do that thing where you clean and make my armor look a little shinier? <laughs> and with a swish and a flick. Yep. Uh, oh. he, he says to Seisha, um, I'm sorry for not mentioning this sooner, but the next time we do this, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get you a dress just for this. I just figured I was the bodyguard. No, we're gonna it's okay. Oh, I don't we'll we'll play that. We'll play that. For now, for now that'll work. But in the future. Mm. Harold's okay. gonna lick his thumb and like get a little smudge off the shoulder he's like looks over at Petunia and back at her he's like she cleaned it I I, I was just mostly liking the noise it makes Petunia will, Petunia will look up at Harold and look hang on hey, come, come here come here what she'll kind of like finish and fix his hair up a little Ow, bit no, hey, no, no. <laughs> no 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 I, like I like where it was <laughs> Harold what she is tiny and angry let her do what she wants to do I will lean down and let her fix my hair. Oh, thank you. Um, smooth his hair back and then give him a little peck on the forehead. And Harold's going to turn to Dean. Like, we'll just play the holy angle with her. It's fine. They they won't question that. Like, like she's like she's just very religious. Like she's very religious, and so that's why she's dressed this way. And oh, her armor is part of her religion. I never. Thought yeah, yeah. That. They won't even think about it. 
Is your armor part of your religion? I'm a lore seeker. We're expected to go out and find the knowledge. So There you go. Wait, you have to wear armor to do that? No, but it's highly advisable. And it oh. certainly works for us right now. I just never thought about it. Uh, and Harold will calmly wait. Okay. And he's going to check his watch every once in a while to see how long they're waiting. Broken one? Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I never did get that mended, did I? Nope. Oh, yeah. Harold checks his watch. He's like, Weird. I say, I say to Seisha, I say, oh shit, you were going to cast that spell. Now would be a good time. Fix his watch. She will cast locate object. Oh, that one. Yeah. Would it be you... worth me doing the same? What's the casting time on that? Is it one action? Um, checking. Yep, one action. Okay. Uh, you close your eyes and kind of call out to Agma to give you the knowledge of this item that you are looking for that you've been looking for and you feel waiting for that presence and there's nothing. It's, actually, it's a relief. V, v uh, does her best to delicately sit on the edge of a chair. It's not within a thousand feet of here. I would like to cast scene visibility just in case. Noted. You have scene visibility up. Thank um, you. As you look around, uh, there does not seem to be anything invisible here. You are left waiting for about 15 minutes before the door is opened once again by the halfling as an older human in fine green velvets and silks with golden trim and jade gemstone accents with a bolo tie enters the room. His wavy gray hair is styled and swept back behind his ears. His gaze falls upon you almost expectantly with stoic and almost natural, uh, with an almost natural looking scowl to his wizened features. Seisha. V immediately Yules. stands up as the door is open. Yep. Harold stands as well. <laughs> and he motions everybody with a hand subtly to stand as he stands. I yeah. don't think I sat throughout all of this, probably. So I'm already I standing. I ain't getting this armor on their sofa. Okay. Um, uh, v says to Starbuckler as she, like, she doesn't, like, actually full curtsy or anything like that. It's just, like, the slightest, like, dip. it's, it's like does. a dip. It's like a very slight Almost okay. like one foot kind of behind the ankle, like weird casual dip while that making eye contact and says, the Lord. <laughs> and uh, he goes up the Lord. and uh, goes up to you all individually. And uh, Seisha, you notice his eyes kind of look over and peer at V for a second. Unsure as to why. Um, and he first goes up to Harold and extends his hand. I give him a polite nod and smile, and I take his hand. Okay. Um, I, um, let's see here. Um, I'm looking at my big list of things. I apologize. I'm just double checking to make sure I do everything correct. Your big list of manners. <laughs> yeah, my big list of. Uh, um, I say, how do you do? Um, 
and I wait. Uh, and I, I, oh, well, I say, how do you do? And a good morning to you. Um, and I wait to see hear, hear his response. Uh, I only shake his hand twice. I do not shake it any more than twice. Okay. Uh, he continues on further. Uh, he goes to you, boss. And you still look rugged, correct? Yes. Yep. And you see him extend a hand and then pulls it back. Pulls it back. Uh, typical noble behavior, but I don't act offended. I simply nod. He then moves to V and extends a hand. Uh, v delicately takes her glove off and very delicately puts her hand in his hand. Okay. And uh, he will take it and delicately shake it. Um, and be like, uh, nice to finally meet you. That's what she says. Okay. <laughs> uh, he uh, does not kiss your hand or anything, um, mm -mm. but he uh, moves on to Seisha. Uh, looks you up and down, and then extends a hand to you. Good morning, your lordship. Thank you so much for agreeing to meet with us. And she shakes it once. Okay. Got it. Um, and then finally to Petunia, and extends a hand to you. Petunia will also kind of delicately place her hand in, in his and do sort of the, the very low dip and go, Pleasure to make your acquaintance. He shakes your hands all with a firm grasp or a delicate touch, and then moves to the center cushion and sits on the Berzer uh, chair as the servant stands to join him at his side. Would you care for something to drink? Uh, yes, please. I would. I would be delighted. Thank. You. Yes, please. And I yes. Thank you. Would for love that. something. Thank you. I shake my head no. Mauricio, fetch us some mastica cortiados, por favor. Uh, I will um, take a seat. I do not cross my legs. I keep both feet flat on the floor as uh, to make my legs inconspicuous. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the halfling bows his head in acknowledgement and um, in less than a few minutes, he later returns with a silver tray filled with small ornate white and green ceramic teacups filled with cream and coffee that he places upon the table. I do not uh, I don't I don't think I'm supposed to touch it until he does. So I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm gonna wait for him. Then about what does everybody else do? Uh, so V then delicately sits down and places her hat in her lap and um, crosses one ankle behind the other. The dignified man picks up the cup placed closest to him and raises the saucer halfway up with the cup before bringing the warm, rich, and bold nutty sweet beverage to his lips, returning it to the saucer in his hands before 
uh, with before each sip. So Seisha, after he takes a sip, Seisha will take a cup. Um, Harold will make sure to casually guide her hands towards the cup closest to her. And then we'll do the same as well. Even just very casually, just kind of like, mm, make sure you grab that one. And then we'll take his and we'll also sip. V waits to be uh, served a cup by the servant. It's all kind of all ready served out. So the serving was putting the tray out for everyone. So the servant isn't in the room anymore. He's still standing beside, but uh, so okay. you're waiting for to be handed your teacup. Understand? Understood. Seisha takes a sip. This is remarkable. Sorry, your lordship. Um, thank you. So, who are you? Well, uh, Harold kind of looks amongst everyone and sees everybody's quiet, and he's like, "Well, um, I get the feeling he's not going to be able to get through to this guy." Um, that is a complicated question to answer, your lordship. Uh, but I will try my best for your benefit and ours. Um, we are individuals that have been put into a rather tough situation that only you can help us through. Um, and as such, we requested this meeting. Um, it is a very delicate, difficult one to explain. So um, I appreciate your patience as we attempt to get to the bottom of what exactly our situation is. Yes. Um, the Open Lord informed me that you all have urgent and direct and direly important information, as you say. I am curious what the Open Lord has tasked you with to aid the Starbuckler House. Well, you see, um, Mr. S uh, Lord Starbuckler, there's no easy way for me to explain this to you than to just be forthcoming outright. Um, and understand that I try to put this as delicately as possible. There is a plot on your life, and we are here to prevent that. Make a persuasion check. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dean Beyond. 25. There is always a uh... a price on my head. I am a lord of Waterdeep. What makes this one different? Well, you see, your lordship, what makes this one different, and I don't want you to become alarmed by the next sentence I say, is that you are sitting with the very ones who have been blackmailed into performing this act, and we are trying our very damnedest to make sure that doesn't happen. I need you to make me another persuasion check. Absolutely. Thanks you for coming on. talking. <laughs> no worries. 18. Okay. I see. So, the open lord speaks highly of you. And that has given you my time. And I recognize your time is very important. Yet, you insult me by not introducing yourself when I offer my hand to you when you first enter. You dress in such barbaric garb. 
and refer to me as Mr. I am a Lord. How can I expect you to save my life if you do not show me the respect that I deserve? I apologize, Your Lordship. I'm Lord Seeker Sasha Vallisbard. I am not schooled in matters of etiquette, but I will seek to remedy that after this meeting. As a law seeker of Agma, I hope you do. We have nothing but respect for your station, as after all, we've gone to the most powerful person in the city to request time from you, your most valuable resource. And while I understand that there are some uh, misunderstandings in terms of our knowledges of what is proper and right, we have come here asking for your help so that we can save not only your life, but your legacy. And I think that that is the true importance of this meeting. Go ahead and give me another persuasion check. D&D Beyond, you haven't let me down yet. Ooh, oh, yes, 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 23. Okay. Um, he stares at you for a long moment, slowly taking a sip of his coffee as he takes each of you in individually, as if piercing into your soul with his gaze. It is because of the Open Lord's recommendation that you have my time, which I assure you is quite valuable. Please do not waste it, but I am curious to hear what you have planned for my life. I am going to um, glance over to Boss briefly and look back and say, currently we have entertained a few ideas Seeing as we're having this meeting now, there is the possibility that we have been giving a, a map explaining typical routes you like to take. We at, at this point, we'll pull out said map. I'm guessing I would probably have it. And I will lay it, not give it to him, but I will lay it on the table in a manner as foppishly as possible. <laughs> um, I will motion uh, to he it. He straightens back up. Sasha's just going to reach over very surreptitiously and pinch him. <laughs> um, yes. I, will motion, <laughs> I will motion to the map and say, you can see for yourself what it was they've given us. Initially, the plan was to botch. Um, so as you're saying this, you watch as the halfling servant walks over, yep. picks up the map from the table. Brings it over to Lord Starbuckler as he begins to uh, look yeah. it over. As he, as his eyes, the entire time, are on Boss until the until the map is given to him. I will um, look over and wait for him to take a look at the map, and I say, initially our plan was to have an assassination attempt on you, Botch, here in the street. But being as we are being blackmailed by a very very dangerous individual, we didn't want to make any risks. We think that the smarter thing to do here 
is for you to take as many guards as you can and make them as visible as possible on this route, making it impossible for us to attempt an assassination on you, leaving us only the option to perform the assassination, quote unquote, at the actual gala, where we will surreptitiously move you somehow out where you will appear to be dead, but will actually not be in a, you know, obviously you will be in a state that mirrors death. So your plan, if I am to understand, is that you wish to have a failed attempted assassination, and I do hope you say assassination with quotation marks. Every time. And to commit it at the Midsummer Gala hosted at Casalenta Villa. Correct. And might I ask how you plan to get into Casalenta Villa? We're invited. I will present my invitation to the servant at this point in time. Because if I've got one, they probably all have one too. Uh, and um, he will look like you will see the servant walk over, pick it up, and not uh, and kind of bow to him. Uh, and you see him intrigued as he once again looks over you once again. I'm going to ask one more time who are you? to get if, to the whims of the open lord, as well as be invited to the Midsummer Gala. And if his I eyes fall may, once before you, before you um, describing something, he's not talking, but you actually see him at this point start to eye you, V, as he then starts to really take in you. If I may be allowed to speak before spoken to, uh, I apologize for everybody on my behalf. It is entirely my fault. Um, first of all, without introducing myself upon meeting you, I am very not accustomed to introducing myself. So that is my own fault for assuming you would already know who I am and or being used to being introduced ahead of time. So that fault is on mine and I apologize, especially considering I am no longer Via Emiliana Gathala, but now V Vederak. Um, for everyone else's uh, and my accompaniment, accompaniment attire as well as manners I should have ahead of time given a brief lesson on etiquette and I did not do so so please do not put them at fault for they rarely have any experience around noble households however what we do have experience in is performing missions uh, and you so you saw that he was about to speak oh i apologize as as he then stops as you talk and then once you stop 
It is also my servant's fault for not getting your names. As he gives a sharp look to the halfling. And you see the halfling's eyes get real wide and just kind of looks away and uh, doesn't know what to do, but then stands uh, poignantly and uh, at attention. Sorry, my lord. I should have known that you were Lady Dethalma. I have heard of the troubles in your family. I will not pry, as it is not my place. We should focus on the troubles in yours currently. And you wish I would to like to know the names of those who would attempt to assassinate me, even in the fake pretense. I am Harold. That is very fair. I am Harold Hovelton of Waterdeep. And he will look to Petunia. He then looks to you, Voss. Bill Ronto. I need you to make a deception. No, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you use Bill Ronto enough that you do not have to make that. He said it so much in this town; it is his name. Right. You are. Yeah. 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 100%. I just realized how tense I am. Right yeah. Now. Oh, I'm yeah. so tense, y'all. I'm sweating. Like, I don't even know. Where are those stretches, Ooh. huh? Where are those stretches, y'all? I have a sense of disdain, but I'm not tense. Um, and then <laughs> he looks. He looks to uh, Seisha. Lord Seeker Seisha Vallisford. Your lordship. And uh, he does not look to be as you have introduced yourself. Yep. So, Harold Hovelton of Waterdeep, tell me, what is your group's plan for saving my household and my name, as well as my life, at the Midsummer's Gala that will not harm my reputation. Well, uh, as Harold thinks about this for the first time now. Um, Do I get the I, feeling that Harold is floundering? Harold is going to immediately turn and say, you see, Mr. St uh, you see Lord Starbuckler, what you're going to achieve by surviving this attempt is proving that the Starbuckler, not only in name, not only in legacy, but literally is invincible. Even when tasked by powerful beings of crime lords, of gangs, of assassins, the Starbuckler name is strong enough that you came out on top. You will be invincible as well as your company your family name, by surviving what seems like certain death, the stories told about you will ensure the legacy of the Starbuckler name. You flower me with praise, but deflect from the question at hand. What is your plan? I'm going to look to Voss because he knows the plan best. I trying to get a vague idea of what weird etiquette is being presented here. Wait until Starbuckler acknowledges me in some way. 
Uh, he sees Harold's gaze go to yours and kind of linger there as there is silence and his okay. gaze follows suit. I speak then. Our plan, we need you to be at a certain place in certain time within the Castle Lantern Mansion where we can reach you. There, the fake assassination attempt will begin. Your body will be seen. Information will spread outward. We will then remove you from the place. A potion is being prepared, put you into a deep sleep that will appear as death to anyone who sees you. As this information spreads out, those enemies who wish to harm you will leave you dead. Just at that moment, we will use this information to spring a trap for them. At which point we will deal with those we and our allies. And I look to Harold, trying to imply it's like if we want to tell him about Harper involvement or not. Harold shakes his head very subtly. Like right. you get this feeling from him that it is like it is never appropriate to tell anybody you're a Harper. Okay. I do not include that information then if I can read that. Um, though I would lean on the side of caution in any case and say, after your enemies who wish you dead, these villains are eliminated. You will, of course, having not died, turn to the land of the living. So I, am, oh. so I am to put my entire trust into a group of individuals that I have met for the first time tonight. Or, sorry, this morning. It does not say tonight, it says this morning. This morning, where I will be vulnerable, I will be defenseless. Lord Starbuckler, if you do not trust us, trust the Open Lord. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Alrighty. Oh, I rolled from 17 to 3. That's 11. 11. Wait, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. You rolled a 3? I rolled a 3. Take my 11. Oh! It's a, it's a 19. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Love Portin. God, so you're good. the best, Ray. Awesome. <laughs> Thank so you. Petunia MVP yeah. again. Does change things. Oh, thank Even oh. for the enemies, my rump. <laughs> so that's a 19. I see. So, what do you need from me? I, Harold grins as he realizes, oh my God, this might actually work. And uh, he kind of nods and he's like, well, for starters, we can triple your guard walking through the streets. Um, beyond that, we're going to need to find a place in the mansion that is clandestine enough for us to give you everything you need to make you look dead, but close enough that everybody can see you dead. How does that help you assassinate? He's talking about the guard. Right. It, it's the opposite. 
if they are going to question why we didn't use this map to kill you while you were on the way to somewhere, we need an excuse. The excuse is somebody must have tipped you off that there's an attempt on your life and you tripled the guards that you normally carry around with you. Why not do that? Why does it have to be at the gala? We need to make sure many people see it. People that are influential, people that won't know the difference. Frankly, Lord Starbuckler, we need nobles to see it. How do you plan to get away with it? And not stopped by the Castle Enter Guard themselves? We are just going to have to be very good. Uh, I have a very close relationship with the Castle Lanterns and the guards, and I personally can probably figure something out. And I will also add, the Open Lord is assisting us personally with that end, because she did say that. She did? Mm Where is it happening in the villa? Uh, Harold's going to think to the villa. Can he think of a place that would make sense? He's been there a million times. Oh, gosh. Um, you know the veranda. The Sorry. I just you, you and V know the house pretty well. Um, v knows it a little bit better than you. Sure. So I'll um, discuss. Me and V will, like, huddle up and, like, real quick discuss a place. However... Since this is a gala, you're not really going to have full access to the house. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the gala is going to be more so in the main banquet hall, the main uh, uh, salon. Ooh, the this was a garden room, area, ballroom. though. Ballroom, probably... yes. And many... the exterior. Um, yeah, like a veranda. A how, many days, how many days lights, do we have for the gala? Two days. Two. Two, yeah. Um, the guy is on the night of the second, the second night from now. You do know that there is a, uh, there's the butterfly, uh, greenhouse veranda type of um, pathway that is on the second story that will probably be open, uh, and because it overlooks the entirety of the uh, the courtyard. I will. I mean, does that seem like a suitable place for Harold? Like when V and Harold are discussing it, they like that. That would kind of work probably I would, I would think so yeah most people stay inside we want people to see it, but we don't want to be in a position where we can't get away i think that's a good medium spot um yeah other uh, than like a, a private room or maybe hitting them in the bathroom or something that it literally no one could ever see you it is probably going to be the least occupied at but most time, visible but most visible mm-hmm. so you say you're going to give me a poison a potion uh, that's a closer uh, not a poison am i to drink it and f- and fall in the middle of everyone are we to go somewhere private? You said you said that I need to be seen, yet you tell me we're going to go somewhere private. To me, that is kind of opposite of what you said. Yeah, we, Lord Starbuckler, when we when we say 
somewhere private. We mean private enough that we can escape with your quote unquote body, but obvious enough that there won't be any question that people saw you quote unquote dead. So in this particular case, V and I feel the veranda may be the best possible option. So I don't know exactly. Uh, Bill can speak closer to what it is. It is somewhere where you can be seen, but no one can interfere. The veranda is, is an the easy place to lure people after you've been given the potion. Go ahead and give me one more persuasion. All right. I'm assuming folks want me to roll it. Because I mean, we had to advantage pick. since yes. other people have been helping him. Uh, it depends on if, like, uh, it is not advantage. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a twelve. It's what dirty twenty. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I I rolled a four. I got a twelve. You wanna? Do you wanna take my five? <laughs> I don't think it'll help. Save it for save it for someone we gotta fight. Okay. Um, I will say that all of your successful persuasions have lowered the DC. Okay. If and that's the case, you see him kind of hold his coffee up to his lips, but not take a sip for a moment as he ponders. Lord Starbuckler, I, I recognize that the position you're in is not an enviable one, and I apologize. up to silence you. I bow my head respectfully. And he will take a sip, finishing the small teacup, and place it back down. This is what you're going to do. And this is how this is going to work. And the only way that I will agree to this, do you understand? I do. Yes. I will take this potion from you, receive it at the party at some point. I will fall wherever it is I fall. Throughout the night, I will make it known that Lady Viomiliana You're a guest of my house or an acquaintance of my family. As frankly, I like the angle that it will give to your father as we disagree on several items. When I fall, my personal God will claim a heart attack and you are to remove my body as I trust you and no one else. I will speak to the open Lord about this and make sure that those who need to know will know. That should give you everything you need and entrust me that my safety is held. Someone I trust will be with you at that drop-off. Whether you know it or not. Understood, my lord.
If there is nothing else, I believe I bid you good day. I do have one more thing I would just like to tag on only due to the fact that I uh, appreciate your kindness for not asking me directly, but I would like to go ahead and probably fill your curiosity about uh, what happened with me and my family, if that is something you do care to hear about. It does not concern me, for I do not care for idle gossip. Okay. And if that's the case, then we're fine. Uh, and we will stand. I will stand as well. Yep, standing. Mm. I never sat. <laughs> Gives you all a nod. I stand Thank as well. Much. Thank you very much for the coffee, your lordship. It is exquisite. Your patience and candor is appreciated. Thank you, my lord. And with that, he nods, turns, and the uh, servant opens the door for him and uh, lets him leave first and then looks to you all with the door open as if to beckon you out uh, of the room. I we leave. will leave. Yeah, we leave fast. There's no hesitation. Leave real fast. And as you all make your way back to your carriage, and head back to the manor. That is where we're going to end tonight's session. Oh my oh, god. I hate oh. that shit. I hate that shit so my bad. My shirt is drenched. <laughs> Why did I want to play the face? So when the open lord was like, uh, when you were like, is he a dick? He's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not. He's just he's, very. He's very noble. He's very noble. He is very But not like hoity toity snotty. No, he's very. Noble. Boom. Yeah. I like him. Honestly, I like him a lot. I, oh my God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, he's all business. I get it. Like, I totally understand why he was acting the way he was acting. It's like, why, why am I even entertaining this? These people want, probably want to kill me. Yeah. I thought that was uh, pretty great. So, um, I believe next week we will finish out the downtime and have y'all's last final preparations of the gala. Uh, and then so yeah and then and then we can probably look to the following sunday for the gala event oh my god uh, so, vital planning preparations that you have want to do and next session is it okay. uh but um for those of you who have not entered hashtag beyond to enter to, for your chance to win a legendary bundle from D D beyond yes hashtag dice to enter for a chance of Die Hard Dice Dracona set. Um, and both of these giveaways are thanks to all of your donations to Extra Life at d4extralife.com for the Children's uh, Miracle Network. Uh, keep sending in those donations because the more that you donate, uh, the more that you spread the word and everything, the yep. more that we're going to give back to you. Yep. And, uh, and uh, last but not least is hashtag Eldritch. Yes, as our weekly giveaway. As our weekly giveaway. Yes. They're awesome. You loved, if you love Katkin's amazing fight today, you should definitely donate. This is that's the sort of thing we want to see more of. Katkin's whooped ass today. That what? was awesome. That was awesome. That um, was hands down my favorite fight of this entire game. That was so cool. Oh good. Dude, I'm glad everybody got involved and found something to do. Yeah, uh, it was great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and do. I'd say give 30 more seconds just for those last minute entries. Uh, and then we're going to go ahead and pull those winners. 
Oh, I am going to sleep like the dead after all this. <laughs> I don't ever want to. I don't want to do the talking. Next time it's your turn, Sasha. Um, <laughs> oh, Barney boy's got a ball. Uh, all right, uh, we're gonna go ahead and pull these winners. Cheese looks real different this week. Yeah, cheese. <laughs> morphed into a long shaggy boy. I know. Um, all right, winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Sarah B. Strange. Yay! Oh, congrats, Sarah B. Strange. Yeah, Keep uh, doing you. Winner of the Die Hard Dice is Lore X7. Yay! Oh, congratulations. Yay! Yay. And winner of the legendary bundle from D&D Beyond legendary. is Ellie A. Collins. Hey, Ellie. Congratulations to all of you. I will be in touch through Twitch Whispers. Look out for that to get your information from there. Congratulations to our winners. Thank you all for, for bearing with us on the few technical difficulties. And as always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Oh, holy nine hells, that was a cliffhanger. Anyways, you can catch us live every Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. And hey, as always, be excellent to each other, and may you always roll with advantage. Rock punch.